The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are yous? Hope yous are all keeping very safe and well wherever you are listening to us right now. Uh, because yes, we are still in the middle of the COVID carry-on. Uh, it seems to be never-ending. And uh, I, I don't know about you guys, I'm starting to get a bit of cabin fever now. Getting stuck indoors, looking at the same four walls. The same wife and wins and no other faces. It's getting very dull, very boring. But hey, do you know something? If I've been asked once, I've been asked it maybe a hundred times this past week. Uh, well, Rab, what do you think of all this now that the piping's been cancelled? I'm sure you're well and truly scunnered. Uh, yes, I am. Absolutely. It's terrible. In fact, it's possibly the worst thing to ever happen in the piping scene. Um, but you know something? We're all in this together. That's the thing. There's not any one person out there who's running out to a pipe band competition when the rest of us aren't. So you don't have what's called FOMO or fear of missing out because there's nothing happening anywhere. (laughs) So we're in this together at the minute with all of this carry on. And you know what? Once it's all over and behind us, we'll be in it together then as well. And that's why we're here. We are here to try and keep all of us together and keep our little scene moving. And that's exactly what it's been doing this past week. We've got tons to talk about on this week's episode. But first of all, by way of an introduction, we are The Big Rab Show, the show for the bagpiping folk. So if it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show for you. Be it Celtic music, folk music, or even our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming, then yeah, we are the show for all of those folks. Now, if this is your first Big Rab Show, where have you been? We've been doing this for a long time now. So yeah, feel free, check out our back catalogue, we've got quite a lot of uh, quite juicy episodes where we tackle some of the big topics in the piping world, but also some of the smaller ones as well. So, yeah, there you go. Check out our back catalogue, all there, of course. Plus, if you would like to help support the show, you can do. Yes, like every good podcast out there, we all have a Patreon. Yes, if you'd like to help support us, of course you can do. Become part of the Patreon faithful! And go over there and click support, and every click really does mean the world. And yeah, we have been kind of knocking it out of the park over there on Patreon this last while. So much exclusive stuff reaching our Patreon-only audience. Uh, Yeah, trust me, there's a lot of good stuff back there. So yeah, there hasn't been a better time, actually, to go and click support. Uh, We've been really working hard on our Patreon content and tons and tons of great stuff back there. Exclusive interviews and... You guys know the crack. There's just so much stuff back there. If I was to start listing it all here, I'd be hashtag lists. Now, you've probably already realised by downloading this week's episode, this one's going to be a big episode. Yes, it is. It's going to be a huge episode. We have so much to get through. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be one of those bumper episodes. So for all of those people who've been complaining, saying that the podcasts are too long, uh, tough, 
<laughs> Sorry, but this one is a cracker, and I can't wait to bring this week's episode to you guys. It's very exciting stuff. Anyway, let's get into the nuts and bolts of it, first of all. Uh, each and every episode, we have listener mail. Yes. Each week, we ask you guys to send us in your emails, your voicemails, your commentary, your questions, all that sort of stuff, to our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, this week, we actually have a couple of listener mail, actually, and they're both voicemails, which is simply brilliant. Uh, So, first of all, let's get into the very first voicemail here from uh, Thomas Lawrenson. Hello, everyone. That's Thomas Richard Lawrenson speaking. I am the drum major of the Police Scotland Five Pipe Band, and I would like to thank the Big Rap Show team for the request, how I am, and the request about the situation around myself due to COVID-19. As a lot of people know, I'm based in Germany, and I can actually report from over here that the COVID situation is so far okay. The spread of the virus is, in opinion of a lot of people, more or less under control, so the politics starts to loosening the lockdown requirements, but I think we have to wait what's going on in the future. Personally, I'm not too much affected with the lockdown in the last weeks because in my daily job as an auditor and a quality assurance, I have a lot to do. Next to it, I'm a member of the voluntary fire brigade in my hometown and as you can imagine, that keeps me this time very busy. Sadly, I have not the time to practice so much, but that's life. I'm very sad that the complete season is cancelled no competitions, no parades, no Highland Games and no other events as drum major so far and especially in my tenth year as a drum major, I find it difficult because that means a year without meeting all the new friends from all around the world during the piping season. That means no trips to Scotland or Switzerland or all the other places I plan to go to. No good chats, no band practice, no great time in the beer tent, no whiskey. Well, I will definitely miss it all very much soon. I hope that every piper, drum major and drummer is very well and healthy. I send my greetings and best wishes to all of you, especially to all drum majors in my band. Please stay healthy and take care of yourself. Last but not least, many thanks to the Big Rap Show team for giving me the chance to send my regards to the pipe and world. Guys, please keep up your great work in these difficult times. You do a very important job. In my opinion, you are one of the key factors that the pipe and world can stay in touch. Thanks very much, and I hope to see all of you soon again. Best greetings from Germany, Thomas. There you have it. Thank you so much to Thomas, and uh, yeah, it was great to hear from you. And uh, so I think that's our first ever voicemail from Germany. I think that's the first one we've ever got from Germany. So there you go. <laughs> we are truly international, folks. And it's brilliant just to hear from Thomas. I'm glad you're keeping well, buddy, and keep safe and well wherever you are. Okay, moving on. Uh, we have another voicemail in from a long-time listener, good fan of the show, uh, Mr. Andrew O'Sullivan. How's it going, Reb? Andrew O'Sullivan here. Uh, just giving you a call, uh, giving you a voicemail. You've been asking about how people are handling... Uh, this lockdown, the uh, corona quarantine, the COVID carry-on, as you would call it, um, especially with no uh, band practice or uh, contests or anything like that. Um, my band at home hasn't had a band practice since before St. Patrick's Day, and it's it's kind of getting to me. Um, 
this has even been the longest I've gone without having a playing with a band and it's probably since the freshman year of college so probably about 10 years at this point um i'm looking forward to all getting back and getting the big instruments out with everybody and banging banging on the drums and blowing on the pipes and and getting that all going again um wish we were having a season this year but we're not unfortunately and uh, we would have had our first contest here in the Northeast in the U.S. Uh, last weekend up in uh, Albany, New York, for the uh, Capital District Outdoor. And kind of glad we didn't because it snowed. It was like like 35 degrees, and uh, it snowed on Sunday. So it would have been a very chilly morning uh, there on uh, there on Saturday. Um, been dealing with the. Uh, with the lockdown, you know, as well as I can, I guess. Uh, I've been playing a lot. I've been playing a ton, actually. Um, back in the start of the year, I set a goal for me, or New Year's resolution, if you want to call it, to play the, the big pipes every day of the year. Uh, so that's 366 days this year because of the leap year. And uh, about end of, end of March, I had kind of challenged my band to do, you know, do the 100-day challenge, like you hear from the... Um, Piper's Dojo, and so play, you know, just get the pipes out, play a tune, and that would count for, you know, playing for that day. And so far, I have I have one guy in my band that's that's gotten all, uh, I don't even know where we're at yet, but he's he's gotten every day so far, and we're going uh, to July 4th will be our 100th day, so kind of a little uh, 4th of July Independence Day kind of celebration and, and uh, whatnot. I, um, actually gave an incentive of a, a bit of a prize for my guys um if whoever makes it to 100 without missing a day will get a copy of scott's guards scott's guards volume one their their book there um copy of the field marshal concert from 2016 was it whenever they played last at the uh at the pre-worlds concert and then a copy of the saint lawrence o'toole uh, Tourist Kill uh, concert. Um, figuring at least we'll get in some more tunes, and we'll get to you know look at to hear some really good, really good piping. Um, so they've been having fun with it, and um, it's good that at least we're doing we're doing something. You know, we're 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 not meeting every week, unfortunately, but at least we're doing kind of doing something. Uh, as I said, I've been playing my pipes every day. Um, so far, it's day one hundred and thirty-three. And my pipes sound great. I love, you know, I love just the buzz that gets out of them. You know, played bagpipes, a happy bagpipe, you know. And uh, I've been playing the fiddle a lot too. I mean, I've been having more time to put into that. And also I've been uh, writing tunes. Uh, we're on week seven, and I think I've written six so far. I'm almost about once a week. Um, a few three, four marches, and... Uh, Six to eight March and a jig for my friend's wedding, and, uh, and then this one uh, that I'm going to send to you the uh, the COVID carry on. It's my, it was my first respay that I wrote, and uh, it's in the key of A, and it's just uh, figured the uh, I heard you say COVID carry on a few episodes ago. I think it might have been back in early April, and I just I kind of got a kick out of that, and I was like, oh, that's that would be a good tune title. So went made us respay and. Uh, 
figured that would that would be a good title for it. I was I was thinking maybe a, a hornpipe might fit the title better, but I think this display uh, fits fits the title. Uh, so, COVID carry on. Uh, sent you over a, a recording with this uh, with this voicemail, and uh, yeah. So keep on uh, keep on doing what you're doing. I think you're you're helping a lot of helping a lot of people out. People are looking forward to you know the big rap show on Wednesday or the Channer rant whenever it comes out or you know up to the line every month. And uh, I think it it definitely brings some normalcy and some kind of lightheartedness. We're not just hearing about. The coronavirus and all sorts of you know doom and gloom. We're you know we're hearing about you know good things that people are doing in the piping community and you know creative things that people are doing. And, and I hope it uh, it just kind of it spurs on uh, some more people to get involved uh, with the piping and maybe maybe writing tunes of their own or um, you know just playing more stuff, playing stuff they wouldn't have necessarily played because it'd be too bogged down with with competition music and um they're just playing for fun and playing uh for the enjoyment of it like you said before because that's really what it comes down to it's the enjoyment of the instrument the enjoyment of the music and I'm looking forward to the day we can get back have a big kitchen party and and have tunes with all of our friends so hope all is well and we'll talk to you soon Bye for now. <laughs> yes, Andrew O'Sullivan did manage to write a tune called The COVID Carry On. Now, he says this was inspired by uh, myself uh, saying this plenty of times, and that's what I've been calling it. I've been calling it The COVID Carry On. So to hear this display written by Andrew, simply brilliant. You know, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'm just going to let you hear it. So here it is. Here's Andrew actually playing his composition, The COVID Carry On. Outstanding stuff. Well done, Andrew. Cracking tune there. Really enjoyed that. Do you know, Strasbays are notoriously hard, though, to compose and play. So, yeah, it's great to see you're attempting that medium, and I think you pulled it off quite successfully there. So, well done, Andrew. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure anyone out there who wants to get the sheet music and stuff for that, all you have to do is just contact Andrew on social media. I'm sure he he will give you the sheet music and stuff. Uh, Plus, I think we've published it there on the Rab Show Facebook page on our social media. So, there you go. Shout out to Andrew. You're a legend. Okay, well, if you guys want to send us in some listener mail, you can do. Our email address, again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, if there's any commentary at all, if there's any questions, even suggestions for topic of the week, anything at all, 
email into us. That's our main port of call for you guys to contact us, which is bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, we said at the start of every episode that we are the show for the bagpiping folk. And if the bagpiping folk don't get involved in the show, then we don't have a show. So, guys... Get involved. Let us know that you're listening. Send us in a mail or a voicemail or whatever. Just a little message to let us know that you're there. BigRabShow at gmail.com Okay. Now, I wanted to give a special mention to those who support us. Yes, we're asking you guys to go. And now that we're all in lockdown and you guys may want to be developing your playing, of course... Yes, go to BigRabShow.com forward slash dojo. Yes, that old chestnut where you can go now and take advantage of our offer of 30 days of dojo premium for absolutely free. Free. It's free, I tell you. Yep, go to BigRabShow.com forward slash dojo and get 30 days premium for free. Now that means it drops the paywall you get access to absolutely everything. That's the live lessons, the Facebook groups, the one-to-one video video tuition and stuff. It's simply outstanding. And I, I can't praise the service enough. Honestly, for bagpipers, I am a learner piper. I'm sure you may well have laughed at that. But yeah, I am learning how to pipe at the moment. And the guys at the Pipers Dojo really have an outstanding product for beginners all the way up through to advanced uh, so definitely worth checking out. BigRabShow.com forward slash dojo. And hey, it's free. 30 days free. And if you don't like it, then fine, cancel it. But if, hey, I guarantee after 30 days you'll get hooked. Or at least after 30 days, you'll notice an improvement in your plan. And that in itself is worth the investment of time, if nothing else. So there you go. BigRabShow.com forward slash dojo. There you go. Also, for drummers out there, we haven't forgot you guys. If you are wanting to improve on your playing, then definitely consider going to Rhythm Monster. They have classes all the way from what's a pair of drumsticks and how to hold them, all the way up to the most advanced stress bay and real playing. Uh, dot cut time and all that, different ways to play hornpipes and jigs, and very, very fascinating content. So definitely worth signing up to the guys at Rhythm Monster. And if you are going to sign up, then definitely use our promo code so then you'll get money off. Don't pay full price, I tell you. Use our promo code and get money off. Their promo code, Big Rab Monster. Now, you could be signing up for a month. You could be signing up for an annual plan. Whatever you want to sign up with. But definitely use our code and get money off. It's free. Just type it in and you'll get money off. You know, don't pay a full price, guys. Yeah, take advantage of our <laughs> promo code and get that percentage off. So there you go. Shout out to Rhythm Monster and the guys at the Pipers Dojo. Okay, now, on another podcast that I have been listening to, yes, the guys at Chandler Rant, Josh and Andy have uh, kind of made the suggestion that they would like to record another Big Grace Note rant. Now, for those fans of Chanter Rant out there, I'm sure you're all nodding your head and laughing right now because what a car crash of a podcast that was. The first episode of that uh, was an experience, to say the least, uh, where myself, Rab, and the guys at the Grace Note Vortex, and the guys at Chanter Rant, we had a collective episode together broadcast on the Chanter Rant platform. And... Um, yeah, what an experience that was. You can go back and listen to it, and it literally is a car crash of a podcast. You you just can't switch it off, even though it's terrible. Uh, but yes, it's been suggested that the fans of the Chandoran podcast would like to have a return. They would like to have another episode of that. So I think I can exclusively reveal that we are kind of working on that at the moment. 
Yeah, we may well see another big Grace Note rant very soon. However, it has also been suggested on an episode of Chanter Rant this past week um, that this may well involve other piping-based podcasts that are out there as well. Now, of course, we're including two brand new podcasts that have been released uh, recently. Of course, we're talking about the premier pipe band podcast, the Pod Band Pipecast, which is difficult to say. Uh, plus, we have the brand new one that I've been talking about for a while now called the Lady Pipers podcast, which is actually, I've been listening to that for a while now on Spotify, and that's very, very interesting. Now, it's not just a piping-based podcast, by the way. They've kind of branched out. They they're very they seem to be very involved in the whole world of Outlander and all of that kind of stuff and Rend fairs, Renaissance fairs, wherever they are. We don't have them here and I have no clue what they are. Um, but, yeah, they seem to be very heavily involved in that world. Now, apparently they are YouTube sensations and actually quite famous online. Uh, before they've even lifted the mic and started podcasting. So, yeah, done a bit of research, and one of them uh, has a channel on YouTube called The Dark Isle Piper. And, yeah, she uploads content every week, and a lot of it's extremely high quality. So, yeah, I'm well impressed. And their podcast, equally, is very, very high quality. So, yes, it's been suggested that we could pull in both The Lady Pipers and the premier pipe band podcast and have them join us with the Grace Note guys and the Janterant guys and all have one big collective episode. Um, that would be interesting, I would say. That would be all sorts of interesting. Uh, but I'm definitely up for that. I think that sounds all sorts of a laugh. So, hey, why not get all of the piping-based podcasts that we can and get them all together in one big place and have one big huge episode. I dare say that would be hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, keep an ear out for that. And, of course, once we get a you know a date and all of that sort of stuff and everyone's schedule all marries up and blah, 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 and we've managed to get recording the thing, then, of course, we'll let you guys know when you can go and listen to that. But you can be rest assured, listener discretion will definitely, definitely be advised for that one. Because there will be alcohol involved, no doubt. Because, come on, it's Chanderant after all. <laughs> anyway, so shout out to the Lady Pipers podcast. If you haven't listened to it yet, definitely go and check it out. It is... It's not specifically a piping-based podcast, which I found out. Um, I actually listened to an episode which was a bit more of a history lesson um, about the tune. Uh, I can't remember the, the tune now. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the tune, but I think it was the theme tune to Outlander. I can't mind the name of it now. Skyboat song. There you go. Aye, right, talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> on the whole episode, the history of the song and all of that sort of stuff. But they seem very involved in the Outlander. And I've never watched Outlander. Never seen it. Never seen it. If anything, I put it out on Twitter asking everyone what the fuss was about, about this Outlander thing. Is it worth watching or is it not? And uh, I got some mixed reviews, to be fair. A lot of people in the UK don't seem to bother with it. But it honestly seems to be a huge, huge deal in the United States, which I was not aware of. Um, I had no clue that this show was such a hit. And uh, apparently it's a bit of a love story. It has time travel involved and the Jacobite Rising, which is a bit weird. Uh, so, yeah, it's all very heartthrobby, running about in kilts and all the rest. Look at me, I'm a hunk kind of thing. So, 
I I don't know. I don't know. But apparently there is a load of piping in the first series, so I may as well watch it. So, yeah, that's going to be something I'm going to be working on. I'll be watching a bit of Outlander over the course of the weekend. So, <laughs> just to see what all the crack's about. Anyway, so that's all to come. See, that's a bit of a ramble there, but there you go. Just to let you know that's happening in the future, hopefully. The next big grist note uh, pipe or pod band lady rant. There you go. <laughs> that could be interesting. All right. On last week's podcast, of course, we did mention to you guys on the news stories that G1 Reads celebrated 10 years in the business. Yeah! Go on, G1! Yeah, G1 Reads, 10 years in the piping business. And we did promise you that we would get an interview with, of course, the owner and founder and manager of G1 Reads, Mr. Jock Elliott. So, yeah, as promised, we always love to try and keep our promises to you guys. Here's a very, very interesting interview with the man himself, Mr. Jock Elliott of G1 Reads. So, welcome to the podcast. Who needs no introduction, I have to say, is John Elliott from G1 Reads. How are you, John? Are you well? I'm good, Jock. How are you? Oh, the best, thanks, the best. Uh, if anything, we're just struggling like everybody else during lockdown, mate. How has yourself been over all of this lockdown carry-on? Um, well, I've actually been I've been not too bad. Um, in some ways, it's it's good to get a wee a wee break because I think we all lead pretty pretty um, busy lifestyles, don't we? Um, especially when you when you're playing a, a top grade one band, you're you're kind of you're travelling. Uh, I mean, I travel uh, about probably about two, two hours um, just to just to go go to every practice, um, and then you, you know you've got a couple of practices a week, so. Yeah, and various other commitments. Obviously, they're working all that as well. It's actually quite good to kind of settle back a wee bit and just, you know, yeah. it's obviously it's not the best circumstances for that, but um, you know, it's actually quite good to have been forced to to slow down a wee bit. No, that's um, it. Yeah, yeah. does no yeah. harm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, can yeah. I first of all yeah. say a very happy birthday to G One? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Cheers. It's Cheers. unbelievable. It's really hard to believe that G1's been going for 10 years, mate. If anything, I remember when it first kicked off. What's it like for yourself yeah, now yeah. thinking 10 years on the go, mate? Oh, no, it's, it's actually crazy. It really is crazy to think of it. It's, it's just flew in. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's, almost, it's almost hard to think back to 10 years how different things were. Uh, you know, I mean, ten ten years ago, I just basically started started up working working myself um, and from home, yeah. um, just making a few reads, and it's just kind of it's just kind of built up over that, and it's, it's crazy to think where, where we are now. You know, well, we, we, we have a lot of products on the go, and we're just we're just busy as well. It's like it's crazy. I mean, it was never in my intention to do that, um, but it's just it's kind of naturally happened like that. It's fantastic. Um, yeah. oh. so it's, it's pretty good. If, any, uh, if uh, anything, yeah, it's been it's been it's been good being involved with yourself, Rob, as well. To be honest. Oh, cheers, um, mate! Yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've always enjoyed that uh, that that idea as well. All right, well, because um, you kind of started it. You started up roughly the same time, didn't you? With, with the with the big grab show. Well, that's it. Yeah, um, we started so, out on you know, fuse. A, yeah, at the same time. Aye, well, that, that's it. Yeah, we started out on fuse yeah, FM about the same time. And I remember at that time when G1 ah. started, you guys were seen as like this young upstart kind of thing. You know, oh, who's this coming, uh, I know. <laughs> coming into the piping yeah. world? So did you did you come across that whenever you were first, you know, kind of establishing the business? 
you know, did you ever find any kind of resistance from the piping folk in uh, a way? Any, any, sorry, I didn't catch you there, I broke up. What was the word you used to? Did you find any kind of resistance and stuff like that from the piping world whenever you guys first got set up? Uh, no, I, I didn't. Well, no, I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I've, I've really seen much of that. Hmm. Um, no, I, I, I genuinely wouldn't say that. I mean... Um, well, so, yeah. so a lot of people then obviously uh, were very keen to try uh, your new I products, so. yeah, would. because it was new. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, remember, I remember quite early on. Um, I think I was walking about uh, Dunbar. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was, you know, Dunbar and Gurick were usually the first first contest of the season, yeah. and it was only like a year or two in. And uh, I remember walking around and just thinking. I play any of these bands, I play any of these. <laughs> I was like, because it just it seemed so busy. And then I was like, well, actually, they didn't play stuff, they didn't play stuff, they didn't play stuff. But now now it's like we walk around, like you walk around the contest and there's, there's a lot more people playing your stuff. It's, it's strange, like, you know, it's, it's quite yeah. strange. Um, it's bound to be... You know, it's, it's hard, to, it's hard if, to explain, really, you know. I'm sure. If anything, it's bound to be a measure of pride, though. You know, for something that started out so small... Now to be so international and huge, aye. it's bound to be a measure of pride for you, John. Oh, hundred percent. I, I'm really, really proud of what I've done, but also what the rest of the guys in the in the team have done as well. Um, it's great to it's great to, it's great to hear your products being played, um, you know, at a high level, and and winning prizes at you know every level as well. So, um, no, no, it's really good. It's really good, and obviously being a a keen piper myself. I do enjoy hearing bands that are playing well, playing their stuff. But obviously, there's bands playing other other products. I enjoy that as well. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's a lot of other bands uh, playing other products as well that um, are at, at, at the top. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I enjoy that just as much. You know, that's it exactly. Um, but yeah, personally, obviously, I'm more I'm, I'm proud of proud of what we've achieved. You know, no, of course, of course, yeah. So, rolling into the next ten years now, John, looking ahead of us, uh, where is G One planning on being yeah. in the next ten years? Uh, <laughs> hopefully not in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not in lockdown. Um, I. I, I We'll just keep doing what we're doing, um, and we'll see where it goes. Uh, what, what we tend to do, as I've said this before, to Rab, is we, we just kind of we just we just go with the flow. You know, we, we make we make stuff to the demand that's there. I mean, we don't. I, I don't want to be any bigger or anything like that. Mm. Um, it's a case of just doing what we need to 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 to, to get the orders out and to keep the guys that we've got in employment. I know I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to become a massive company or anything like no. that. I'm really quite happy with it, with the size the size that we are. Um, so I, I mean, there, there are some new products, obviously, um, that we have brought out recently. Um, also, there are other products that I've, I've thought about bringing out and all the rest of it, but it really depends. As I say, I don't, I, I don't want it to, to become a massive you know, company. Yeah. So we're just, yeah. we're just quite happy doing what we're doing and, and doing it well. I think if, you, if it becomes too big, then... It's quite hard to to uh, to keep the quality and, and, and manage. I'm not saying it can't be done because there are companies that, that do that. But I mean, it's just no, it's just not really what my yeah. uh, plan is, you know. No, perfect. I'm quite happy. I'm uh, quite, quite quite happy with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Just continue to do that. 
Well, if anything, G1 is kind of seen as one of the more progressive companies out there, if you don't mind me saying so. Um, you guys have released right, all yeah. sorts of new chanters, like the, the Do chanter that we had at Rab Show Live. We also have the, the Trap Dry system, and we now have this uh, new gold chanter and everything. At, at, will we see any new products right. coming out in the next few years, do you think? Um, yeah, you probably will. You probably will. But, um, uh, I mean, I'm... I'm not. I'm not sitting in work every day, uh, experimenting, trying to improve things. But it's always you're always you're always uh, keen to. I think it's actually a, a, a piper. Uh, like a lot of pipers are like this as well. They're always they're always kind of trying new drone aids and uh, the best the best sheepskin for the sheepskin bags or this new thing, the, the newest greatest thing. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, you know, I, I like the basics. Eh? I, I like a, a good sheepskin bag where I can't. With, you know, a good set of pipes, sheepskin bag, cane drone aids. But likewise, I mean, I'm always you're, always, you're always wondering, have I got the best cane for that? Or have I got, um, you know, with the chanters and things like that? Could mm. we could we try this other material? Could we tweak the material a wee bit to get something better? Or, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I think I think more recently, what the, the two things that we've that we've really uh, went into is um, the Breton the Breton thing. Guy called, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, a guy called Cedric Lebozic, and he contacted me and asked me to make a uh, a chanter, which is called a dough chanter, mm-hmm. um, which is different to, to the scale that we would usually play on the Highland bag pipes. So, um, you know, we developed that chanter, and then I went over and actually played in the band, which is a bag I had um, mm-hmm. and the band did quite well. The band had just came up for grade two, and we, and we done really well on the piping side of things, and people were listening. So there's been a, bit, a wee bit of demand for that. No, I mean, not a huge demand. I think the British market's a wee bit different to, to, the, to the usual market. Yeah. Um, partly because only really grade one bands, uh, as far as I know, only grade one bands actually play the Doe-style chanter. This oh. is maybe a bit of gobble, gobble, gobbledygook to you, but... Um, yeah, there's a bit. Of, there's a bit of development in the Breton market, and also um, uh, I've tried to kind of develop this this solo chant, and that's took quite a long time to do that. Just to just various different ideas and tweaking, and trying to get the pre-rock high G, which seems to be a, a difficult thing uh, for soloists to get. I mean, we we really focused on that and getting a nice harmonic without too much of a you know a blast. It's a different type of sound to the band sound, so. Yeah, but I would say that we've. I would say that we'll, you know we've, we've already developed that. So we'll just see how that goes. Um, that's quite that's quite new to the market, and obviously since this lockdown thing, we don't really know how that's going to go. So yeah, um, but just, no, we'll just keep going. We'll just just keep plodding away. And we're all we're all, always playing a bit a wee bit behind the scenes as well um, on potential improvements that we could make. Um, yeah. Fantastic stuff. If anything, uh, yeah. if any, I wanted to ask you a question that we keep getting from our listeners: is uh, why did G One sponsor our podcast? And it's quite an interesting question because why did you guys decide to take the risk with ourselves, this wee skittery podcast from Northern Ireland? <laughs> you know, why did G One? <laughs> you know what? You know what uh, maybe you could maybe you could tell me how the conversation started. I can't remember if you messaged me or if I messaged you about it. I think you maybe messaged me. I think it was. I can't remember. Kind of a combination of both. I think. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know if we were just chatting, and then you know, I said that I would. I'd be keen to sponsor the show. I'm just a great. I'm. I'm a. I'm a huge fan of what you do, Rob. Um, uh, You know, and and I think, you know, what you said to me earlier on about some people are maybe a bit uh, skeptical of 
ourselves mm. um, early on, and you know, I, I think it was exactly the same with you. Um, oh, 100%, and certainly, yeah. people, people. I certainly heard that to certain people, and I was always kind of backing you up and saying, oh, "I think it's great what you're doing," you know. Yeah. Um, and it's funny that some of these people are, are really on board with you now. Uh, I'm not going to name any names, but no. certain people said yeah. certain things, and it's amazing to see the, all these big names now. Big, big names coming on board and, 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 and taking an interest in what you're doing. So it shows, it shows that you're doing something right. And uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I just, I, I just. Liked, liked it right from the start and seen wow. something in it and um, well, thank and you. you got on board with it right thank you so much for being involved if anything it's really uh, helped keep the lights on we say it at the start of, start of each episode and we really mean it <laughs> so you guys obviously have been uh, spon- uh, sponsoring us from day one plus you've been sponsoring the live streaming as well that we've been doing um, so yeah. you know have you been a, a bit of a fan of the live streaming or Oh, 100%. It's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. To, that, that, again, there's probably some critics of that as well. Um, I know that you've been stopped by... So you've, you've been stopped occasionally on doing, yeah. uh, to do, do, doing the live stream. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't understand that. Uh, and, and you know what's funny about it now is that, that there's so much piping online uh, at the moment because no one can get out. But, you know, if you yeah. think of that, if you think of that in the, the, the broader scheme of things, that's really what you were doing to the Pipers that couldn't get to the to the Scottish contests and the, and the World Championships. Where uh-huh. they're generally bigger, you know. Obviously, the Worlds is the biggest piping event in the uh, piping event in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's great that you that, that it would have been great if you were allowed to film it and broadcast that to yeah. the people that can't be there. You know, um, not, not just the fight, not just the Grade One or the Juvenile. Or, I'm not sure what the what. The, what the full streaming thing to do, but I mean, no, I think it's I think it's a great thing you've been doing. Like, it's amazing, oh. and it's a ma- it's a massive effort, by the way. Um, it's to, not to, easy to be, to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if people realise just how much effort that takes to do all that, um, yeah. and probably not for an awful lot of you know personal gain, other than you know again pride. Um, that's so. it exactly. So, but no, Jack. Honestly, thank you from all of us in the Rab Show team for supporting us from the very outset. And uh, we do hope in ten years' time we'll still be going and we'll still be having G One supporting us all the way. Yeah, I hope so too. And I hope this recording turned out all right because it's been <laughs> it's been a bit jumpy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Our internet sometimes does disappoint us, right enough. Um, but anyth- uh, anything, anything. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say a massive thank you for supporting the show and. What are you guys going to be doing to celebrate your 10-year anniversary? I suppose there's not much you can do in lockdown. Uh, I'll be sitting watching TV. And <laughs> 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 I mean, there's not, as you say, there's not an awful lot you can do. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we put, I've put the video up on, on the G1 uh, Facebook page and all that. Um, some really, you know, it was... That took me a long time to do that because I'm not really I'm not really quite... I'm not very good with the, the digital side of things. Um, so putting that video together actually took me a long time, but um, at the same time, looking back through all the old pictures and all that and putting it together, it was I, I really enjoyed doing that. Yeah, um, it, was, it was it was great to think back to some of the old memories. That was and hopefully we can, we can we can have great memories going forward as well. Well, that's it. And I know a lot of listeners out there. Before we just say cheerio, a lot of ones out there were wanting to know: Will we be doing another Rab Show live? Now there may well, well have been. Little plans for 2020, but we now know piping lives not happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I, w- I would like to. Um, 
I mean, we've not actually put a, a, a seal on it, but I could, uh, I, w- I would uh, like to exclusively say right now, Rob, to yeah. you yes. and to the listeners that, 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 that as soon as we're able to do that, yeah. I want to do it. So, so, so we'll tell the listeners we're definitely doing it. There you go. Uh, we'll You've heard it again. here. We'll do it, <laughs> we'll <do> it again. <laughs> yeah. We've got a long time to plan it, plan it this time. Oh, we do? We? Aye. <laughs> That's it. Uh, no, I'll be up for it. I'll definitely. be up for that, Rob. That would be good. It was an outstanding event and definitely one of our proudest moments on the show. So again, thank you to G1 for that. So uh, again, I, I was I, I was really proud standing back as well and listening to the you know the, the great performers and they yeah. were all playing our products, which was the point of the thing. It was great. Mm. I enjoyed it. Oh, it was outstanding. Yeah. But the whole the, the whole the whole pipe and life thing is great. I mean, I've been a massive fan of that for for years, you know. Oh, indeed. Um, but to be involved in it was it was amazing. It was indeed, definitely. I agree. So, Jock yeah. Elliott, from all of us on The Rab Show, thank you so much for chatting to us and a very happy birthday to G1. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you. With a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Awesome stuff. There you go. That was Jock Elliott there from G1 Reads. And yeah, we are so, so happy to have their continued support. And we think they're an amazing company. I'm sure you guys are probably sick of us hearing us talking about them. Uh, But honestly, they took a big gamble with ourselves, a little unknown podcast at the time. And yeah, the the pair of us have kind of grown together. And it's just a great relationship. So, hey, 10 years. Brilliant stuff. Here's for another 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. Yeah, let's roll on, shall we? We've got tons more piping news to get through. So, again, many thanks to Jock Elliott there for that, taking the time to chat to us. It's great just to catch up, if anything, and hear the plans for the future for G1. Okay. Uh, next bit of piping news. Now, we did ask a question on last week's Rab Show about competing online and online competitions. Solo pipers and drummers, uh, specifically. If people from the UK could take part in competitions ran online. Now... We did ask the question on our social media and we got a lot of answers from a lot of experts in the solo piping scene. Now, as a result, actually today when I'm recording this, uh, in, an article has been published on bagpipe, bagpipe.news. Uh, so it's a blog post actually put, uh, composed by is it Jill Cairns. And she talks all about the solo piping world, all about the clasp and also the... Uh, the CPA, the Competitive Pipers Association, which would be the UK version. And then like, there's like different, different associations and things that solo players register with and stuff. And I made the mistake in thinking that solo players register with RSPBA. They don't. They register with this uh, Competitive Piper Association and all of that. So it's all a bit confusing. But for full information on the answer to that question, whether UK players can take part in 
you know, online competitions from other jurisdictions. Certainly check out that blog from Jill Cairns. The whole thing is completely fascinating because obviously she's talking from a level of experience because, you know, she's been there, done that, lifted the trophy kind of thing. Very heavily involved in the solo piping world. So thank you, Jill, for that really, really fascinating article. And to everyone who responded to our question online about this, thank you, everyone. Uh, There has been a lot of confusion around this. Um, more so for those of us who aren't heavily involved in solo bagpiping competition. I think for all of us who are involved in all the band stuff, the solo world is a confusing one uh, because there are so many different associations, rules and regs and stuff, as well as gradings and everything. It can get very murky. Uh, So, yeah, it's been great to have a lot of solo players out there try and clarify that situation for us, so thank you. Um, I think the basic rule of thumb is, is if you're a resident here in the UK, you're registered with a UK band, and you would like to lift the drum or lift the set pipes and go and compete in an online competition from, say, Wuspaba or Yuspaba, or wherever the jurisdiction may be, The advice is to actually check with the organizers to see if you can enter in the first place. You tell them, hi, here I am. This is Rab. I'm a UK registered player. I would like to enter your competition. What do I need to do? They will either come back and tell you, nope, sorry, it's restricted just for Wuspaba members or Yuspaba or Pipe Australia or New Zealand, wherever you're entering the competition. And they'll be able to tell you, you know, the rules and regs and what you have to do to be able to compete, or even if you can. Now, uh, we have heard various different rumours and things that perhaps our own RSPBA could be running online competitions for solo players as well. Now, yeah, because obviously they're taking... They're taking example from other associations around the world who've been doing similar things to you know various different degrees of success. Uh, none more so than the World Online Pipe Band, Piping and Drumming Championships, which we're going to talk about later. Um, so, yeah, we've heard various different rumours uh, saying that RSPBA will be doing something officially. Um, so that remains to be seen. Yet, we have, we have yet to see this being you know told as truth. There's been nothing published. Like I said, it's just rumour, and we don't normally report rumour but we know a lot of you guys are very keen to find out what our association are doing at the moment so obviously stories are flying all over the place so this is just one of the stories among others uh, there's been suggested also that there could be a possible mini band competition uh, with people being socially distant and having like four pipers a bass drummer and two snares and uh, being filmed in an open space with at least six feet between each player I don't know technically how that would work, but I have seen pipe bands uh, playing at different events and things, such as care homes and all the rest uh, here in the UK. Uh, they have been you know, maintaining social distancing and all of that while managing to put on a performance. So it is possible. So that's maybe what started the rumor. Anyway, it's not far be it for me to report on rumor. This is a very long story for a very quick answer. If anyone in the UK wants to take part in an online competition, contact the organizer. See what the entry requirements are and if you can play. And same goes for anyone in the US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, wherever you are entering a competition, just contact the organizer. Say, hey, this is me. I live in New Zealand. Can I play in your competition? And that's basically it. So, yeah, just remove all doubt and ask the question. I think that's the instruction. So there you go. Check out bagpipe.news for the blog, of course, for the full information. Definitely worth checking out if you are interested. It's an incredibly interesting topic for solo players. Yeah, very worth a read. Hmm.
Okay, I wanted to give a shout out this week to James Lachlan. James Lachlan has been running a bit of a drumming masterclass this last while, and he's actually offering something out to drummers, which is free, which is absolutely brilliant. I love free content, and all he's wanting to do is, yeah, if you send him your email address, he will send you an email back with a challenge. It's called a memory challenge. Um, Now, Apparently what you'll learn as part of this memory challenge, um, it's a five-day thing. And over the course of five days, you'll you'll learn how to, you know, learn your essential rudiments. And you'll never forget them kind of thing. You'll also be able to retain multiple drum scores, you know, learning one after another after another. You'll also, yeah, your technical skills will improve. Your confidence levels will improve. All of this sort of stuff. So very, very interesting stuff. So go and check out James Lachlan on social media. Uh, Of course, you guys know him. He's like a seven-time world champion pipe band drummer. Come on, we all know who James is. Uh, So yeah, go and check him out. James Lachlan, he's offering this online service and this online five-day challenge, which is done through email. So you can go and check him out on social media. And hey, if anything, it's free. What have you got to lose? So if drummers out there want to help improve your technique for nothing, then go and check it out. There you go. Shout out to James Lachlan. Thank you, mate. What an incredible idea, actually. Okay, this week on the Big Rab Show, actually on Fuse FM Bala Money last night, I managed to put my feet up. I got a night off. So shout out goes to Aaron McElwain, of course, the bass drummer from Klaus Gelt, who's already done previous episodes of the Big Rab Show on Fuse. In fact, he's actually going to be doing a lot of the interviewing of our drum majors later on in this week's episode. Uh, so yeah, Aaron McElwain managed to present another show on Fuse, which was a roaring success. However, we did have technical issues and... Uh, the show that was on before us actually ran over by a good 16 minutes, which was terrible. Uh, so the show didn't actually start until quarter past seven. Uh, so, yeah, we were supposed to start at seven, but didn't start until quarter past, which was a bit rubbish. Uh, but, hey, you know, technical issues are technical issues. These things happen. Uh, so, yeah, on Fuse FM last night was Aaron McElwain, and he presented quite an incredible show with all sorts of amazing music. Actually, I really, really love Aaron's musical choices. Uh, plus, he caught up with a whole load of drum majors, all the interviews of which are you're going to hear on this week's podcast as well, plus a few bonuses as well, which didn't make it to Fuse. So you'll get to hear all of those conversations. So, yeah, I just wanted to give a big shout-out to Aaron McElwain. Thank you again, mate, for the night off. It was great to be able to put my feet up and actually prep for this week's podcast. Uh, so, yeah, thank you very much. And it was a great episode. And if you do want to go and listen to that episode on Fuse FM, all you have to do is go over there to Patreon right now, click support, and you can use our catch-up service, where each and every week when we do our two-hour radio show on Fuse, once it's broadcast, then it goes on to our Patreon page. So you can go and listen to two hours worth of live radio. Yeah kind of not live anymore it's kind of a replay so if you did miss the show on fuse live you can actually go and listen to it again on our patreon page so there you go go and use our uh yeah our patreon pay your five bucks a month and then you'll get two hours worth of piping every week yeah what's not to love so there you go all right moving on moving on Another little bit of piping news, which dropped on the 11th of May. Our good friends there at We Love Pipe Bands are actually running a bit of a competition online. Now, this is all sorts, all sorts of awesome. Now, yeah, they're running this in conjunction with Wallace Bagpipes. It's open to all pipers 
and drummers. Now, what they're asking, they're asking you to show off your piping skills. There are no rules. It's a bagpipe competition. That's it. If you want to have fun, get creative with your bagpipes, play your favourite pop tune, or have a dance or something, or get your drum out and start playing along to the latest pop hits and stuff, doesn't matter. There's all sorts of top prizes, including £50 vouchers to, to spend at Wallace Bagpipes, as well as tickets to go and see the Red Hot Chili Pipers in concert. So, yeah, for full information of all your entry requirements and all of that sort of stuff, as well as your age groups and everything... Uh, just head along to We Love Pipe Bands on social media and definitely worth checking out. So that's an incredible competition. It's absolutely free form and it's up to you. Whatever you decide to do and put on a show and be as entertaining as possible and be as creative as possible. You could win yourself a Wallace Bagpipes uh, voucher as well. Some tickets to see the chilies. Now that's not a bad thing at all. Uh, so yeah, We Love Pipe Bands on social media. Now... Moving on, talking of social media, ourselves on the Big Rab Show, we managed to celebrate a bit of a milestone. Yeah, yeah we managed to reach over 13,000 likes on our social media, on our Facebook page, which, guys, is absolutely incredible. We, <laughs> I still can't wrap my brain around it. It's such a huge number. Over 13,000. I still remember the days when we were starting and we were struggling to reach 50 and even struggling to reach 100 after that i honestly set myself a goal saying if i hit 200 by the end of the year that would be a successful year here we are thirteen thousand likes in and it's still increasing so thank you to everyone who's checked us out on facebook of course you guys are awesome and yeah, thank you everyone for all of your continued support. And uh, yeah, a lot of our content does reach social media, of course. It's our bread and butter on our Facebook page and on our Twitter, of course. All of that sort of stuff. But we are heavily developing our YouTube channel. Now, we'll talk more about that going forward. Uh, but I just wanted to say a massive, massive thank you to everyone at the Big Rab Show team. Of course, Deej McIntosh, Aaron McElwain, uh, Andrew Shilliday. Uh, uh, Tyler Anderson, you guys are just absolute legends. And yeah, our team, we work tirelessly putting all this content together every single day, as well as our rab shows, our live streams, which we're not doing at the moment. <laughs> we have a lot of different ideas of what we're going to be doing this incoming season as a result, because now we have a lot of extra time on our hands. So yeah, a massive thank you to all the guys at the team who work tirelessly each and every day uh, churning out the content and yeah 13,000 likes is not a small thing and is no small achievement by all the guys in the team so yes a massive heartfelt thank you to all the guys of the Rab Show team just awesome really really awesome so thank you everyone for your support and yeah if you do follow us on social media then please do recommend us to your friends tell them about our we show so yeah we can show more people about this incredible music and our our love for this instrument that's what it's all about the you know the promotion of our incredible music and culture and our way of life that's what it's all about to introduce more people to what we do and that's why we're here that's what we're doing this for so, yeah, we love our music, we love our pipe band folk, so go and tell everyone about our incredible Wii show, and, yeah, we can bring more people some amazing pipe in action. Okay. I wanted to give a mention this week to a bit of a news story. Now, last week we did read the tragic news about the passing of Abigail Cowbra. Now, this was a result as uh, of a helicopter accident, and 
it was really quite tragic. Uh, Abigail, of course, was a piper with the 12-wing uh, Royal Canadian Air Force Pipes and Drums uh, from Shearwater, Nova Scotia. And, yeah, she was only 23. She was quite young. And, like I said, I think I did remember the 12-wing Royal uh, Pipe Band actually competing at the Worlds. And, uh, yep, I had to go back and fact-check myself. And, yes, they did. And, thankfully, that wasn't stuff that Rab got wrong. So, yeah, it was an absolute tragedy, uh, this whole incident and yeah, the, the loss of someone so young and such a talented bagpiper as well. It's just tragic. And we managed to read a story, actually, it was online uh, not too long ago, uh, saying that gold medalist Bruce Gandhi, of course, he's establishing now a piping scholarship fund to honour the young Canadian piper uh, who was killed in the helicopter accident. So... Hey, I have to say a massive thank you to Bruce Gandhi. What an incredible idea. Um, So, you know, out of something so tragic, uh, such a horrible thing to happen, here we have something positive, you know. So we have this, you know, piping scholarship fund now in honour of Abigail Cowbra, which I think is just fantastic. So thank you to Bruce Gandhi for that. What an amazing tribute. Um, So there you are. I think it's just, just brilliant. I just wanted to let you all know that that's what's happening. Fantastic stuff. Well done, Bruce. Okay. I uh, wanted to give a, another plug this week to pipingpress.com. And I seem to mention them each and every week. Well, that's for good reason. They have been churning out articles uh, based on the mighty Stephen Crichton. They've been telling his life story each and every week. And I think it's like a five or six parter, I think, by now. Because now they have released part four. Now, part four, uh, which was telling the story of the mighty Crichton, uh, part four actually details the story of how he won the Worlds in 2010. So, yeah, quite an interesting series of articles. I've been reading them all. You guys know I'm a massive St. Lawrence fan. Stephen and I are actual more mates, but a lot of this I didn't know. Um, so, yeah, it's just fascinating to read this story, the kind of the life story behind the drumming legend. It's, it's really, really fascinating. So, yeah, shout out to Pipe and Press for this. It's incredible. And more of this, please. I can't wait to read more. So, pipingpress.com. Actually putting together some real, real interesting stuff. So, yeah, go and check out those articles there uh, about Stephen Crichton and his life story. It is actually a really fascinating read. Now, I have to give another plug to these guys. I've mentioned them before in previous podcasts. uh, Pipe Band and Chill on social media, who are absolute legends, by the way. Uh, Yeah, they are on Instagram, of course, and they're on Facebook. I think they're on Twitter as well. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, But the guys at Pipe Band and Chill actually managed to feature me this time. Now, that, I was all sorts of shocked to be asked. I, if anything, I dropped them a message just saying, hey guys, you're absolutely killing it. Loving the content and stuff. Because if anything, some of the interviews they've done with some of the biggest guns in the piping world were really fascinating. So I just wanted to drop them a message saying, hey, I love what you're doing. Keep it going. And next thing you know, they're saying, hey, can we interview you? What? So yeah, they featured my big face on there. So, yeah, if you are interested in some of my piping background, Lord knows I've talked enough about it, but (laughs) if you do want to, you can go and check out Pipe Band and Chill. Now, in there, I actually do talk about my 2020 season picks, or what now will be my 2021 season picks. They asked me to go through each grade and say which band I would be very interested to listen to. Now, yes, I'd have caught some criticism for that article and my answers to those interview questions, but... It's my honest opinion. So some people say, yep, Rab, I think you're spot on. Some of those bands will be class. I'm really looking forward to hearing them. And some Rab go, what? Why 
why you want to listen to them? So yeah, go and have a look at it, pipe band and chill. Let them know that you you know you enjoyed it, if not or not. But go and check them out, pipe band and chill on Facebook, on Instagram, and all that sort of stuff. And you can go check it out. Now, as well as me, there's tons of other incredible pipers and drummers who've done so much more than me in the piping world. So definitely go and check them out. Some real fascinating interviews. Uh, So if anything, the guys at Pipe Band and Chill work very hard at all of this. And uh, I have to say, it's it's an incredible idea. So well done, guys. Uh, It's been very enjoyable content on there. Very, very good. Okay, moving on. I want to give a shout to Kingdom Thistle this week because, yes, the sale, or sales, I should say, of the Blue Book, <laughs> the Blue Book of Contemporary Bagpipe Music is flying off the shelves. It seems to be every man and their horse is buying a copy of this book. So, the reason why I wanted to give them a shout on this week's show is to tell you that this is a limited print. Everyone keeps saying, ah, I'll get it next month. I'll get it next month. Ah, sure, I'll wait until Christmas. No, go and grab it now, okay? Because looking at the sales and everything, it seems to be this book will be gone very, very soon. And as you heard on the Paul Brown interview a few po- few podcasts ago now, they won't be reprinting this, all right? So go to kingdomthistle.com, go and buy a copy of this, the blue book of contemporary bagpipe music, all the money raised, of course, is going to NHS and frontline workers. But hey, this is an incredible collection of tunes, and it's a one-off as well. So it's one for collectors. So, hey, 13 quid, and you get a book rammed full of contemporary piping. There's going to be something in there for everyone. It's available at all levels of playing, both from beginner to advanced. So even I want to grab a copy of this. But you need to go to kingdomthistle.com right now. Pause this podcast, okay, and go and get a copy of the book. You won't regret it, and because if anything, once it's gone, it's gone. It's toast. It's pfft, you not see this anymore. All right, so it's a one-off, and the sales for this thing are flying off the shelves. So just wanted to give it another mention this week, so people avoid disappointment. If you're looking for new music, this is your chance. This is some real good new music that's been dropped here by some of the biggest composers in the piping world. So you need to grab a copy of this. All right, kingdomthistle.com. Where have I ever steered you wrong before? (laughs) Okay, well, this past week, I did mention it. It was VE Day, where it marked the 75th anniversary of the Victory in Europe Day. And pipers all around the UK, and in fact, around the world, were all playing the Battle's Oar and recording it and submitting it online. And I have been tripping over bagpipers playing in tribute of VE Day. And it's simply... It's simply incredible. It's really, really cool to see. If anything, every Thursday, when everyone in the UK goes out on their doorstep at 8pm and starts clapping for the NHS, and then you see pipers going out on their doorstep every evening at 8pm and playing Amazing Grace or NHS The Brave now, as it's called, and all of this, all of these tributes by pipers played around the world for various different things. Very heart-moving, and it's just incredible to see. And VE Day was no exception. Our RSPBA Northern Ireland branch actually put together a bit of a montage of Northern Irish pipers all around uh, the whole of Northern Ireland, all playing uh, the Battles Orb, as well as different council areas and the official VE Day page as well. There's so much piping content 
dropped on VE Day because of so many pipers all playing, uh, paying a tribute, I suppose, to the VE Day, the Celebration Day. So it was just incredible. And so thank you to everyone involved. If you did take time to record something for VE Day and post it online, thank you. The sheer volume of videos, though, that we had been sent, there was simply too many. We could not have shared or posted them all. So apologies if we didn't post yours. But we got literally got sent loads and loads and loads of referrals saying here's this guy playing can you share it here's this guy playing can you share it there literally was hundreds there was so many uh so it was ridiculous but thank you to everyone who was involved in that it it marked quite an occasion so yeah thank you very much to all those pipers incredible stuff okay i wanted to talk briefly about the world online uh pipe piping and drumming championships that we had there not too long ago. Now this was pipe was it pipe drums lessons dot com or something? Actually I'm butchering that name. Uh but yeah I wanted to mention last week we talked about the competition and how it runs and all the rest and who was involved. Well the results have now been published. You can go to pipesdrums.com. I'm not gonna read you the list of who won what. Hashtag lists because you can go and read it yourself. Now it's all the way from you know the professional open grades down to grade one, all the way down to grade five, and even down to even lower than that as well. You know, to, to development players and stuff like that, different age groups, brackets. It's very complicated. But suffice to say, one thousand six hundred and fifty entries were received from twenty three different countries. This includes China, Malaysia, the Netherlands, Germany and England, as well as, of course, the United States and the UK. This is incredible. And if anything, it shows you the potential for online competition. And this could well be the future of things for the foreseeable future until all of this COVID carry-on goes away. I have to say a massive congratulations to everyone who took part in this because... It was simply fascinating to watch it all happening. People submitting videos online and then judges would actually judge them at home and then post their comments publicly. You can actually go and see what the judge thought of the performance. That in itself was quite interesting too. Um, so could this be the start of something that we could bring into the band world? Perhaps, you know, where bands who perform publicly, we can have judges' commentary published publicly. That's controversial, Rob. Uh, so, yeah, interesting thought there, you know. But if anything, it was just incredible to see this World Online Championship and see how well it ran. It was simply brilliant. So, yeah, shout out to those guys. So everyone who entered the championship and to the organizers and the judges and everyone who took part seems to be nothing but a roaring success. For an article on the whole thing, go to pipestrums.com. Go and check it out. Uh, details all about the championships how they happened and who won what it's a very interesting article and if anything i'm looking forward to next year now for this incredible stuff all right now i did mention pipe and press earlier we're publishing really interesting articles on stephen Crichton, and uh yeah they did um as for every good thing that they do they also seem to do a bit of a bad thing now it's a bad thing because it seems to be a bit of false news, as Mr. Donald Trump would say. On the 6th of May, uh, Piping Press published an article saying uh, that there will be proposals for easing UK lockdown and it could offer hope for some piping this summer. Um, no, that's not the case uh, because obviously I think 
yeah, just before that day or just after it, uh, yeah, we were basically told that mass gatherings such as sporting events and concerts and things like that will not be happening for quite a while. So, yeah, they did publish this article and give us piping folk a little glimmer of hope, thinking, oh, we might actually have a competition season before the end of the summer. Um, no, is the answer. Uh, so, yeah, as the UK government are still grappling with the COVID carry-on and deciding when to ease lockdown and who's who's going to get to go to the hairdressers and who has to, you know, walk to the off-license instead of driving there, stuff like that, you know. Are we going to run out of Buckfast? Are we going to run out of Buckfast? Because if we are, I'm going to go mad and rip this dirt off the hinges. Um, Yeah, it's very strange living in the UK here at the moment, as I'm sure it is living anywhere else in the world with all of this lockdown. And it seems to be the only thing that anyone's talking about is when's it going to end? When's it going to end? When's it going to end? And obviously this is pipingpress.com. Asking when's it going to end and will we have a piping season? I think everyone I've been speaking to now in the piping world have all pretty much just kind of resolved themselves to the fact that 2020 is now gone. The year is over. There's no competition season. Let's all look forward to 2021, lads. And that's it. And if anything, looking at what Ali Hutton has been publishing on Twitter today as I'm recording this, he's basically said that all the gigs, all the gigs that he had planned for this year have been cancelled. All of them. Absolutely all of them. And so that's an entire year's worth of work for Ali Hutton now wiped out. So when a, a such a top-notch piper and musician as Ali Hutton is writing off the entire year, then obviously our competitive piping and drumming world will have to write off the year as well. So thank you, Piping Press, but I think that article may well be incorrect. Apologies, but yeah, they think you give us a bit of false hope there. But anyway, they can't be blamed for that. I guess we have to point the finger at the guys up in Parliament. Hmm, the guys who make the decisions. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I did mention that we are currently trying to develop our YouTube channel. Yes, we dropped a uh, British Championship replay on our YouTube channel not too long ago where you were able to sit back and watch all of the Grade 1 competition that happened at the British Championships last year in Paisley. Now, a lot of you guys actually seem to really enjoy that. We got a lot of feedback actually saying, this was brilliant, you need to do more. Oh my word, what a way to spend a Saturday. I got my piping fix again. So yes, we do hope, hopefully, we'll be doing more of these uh, replays from the previous season. Obviously, whenever we've been live streaming our competitions, we've got tons of footage there. So hopefully, we'll be able to replay another competition going forward. Um, so is there a competition that you guys would like to see on our YouTube channel? Um, or, you know, is there one we'd like to focus on? You know, like the All-Ireland Championships, the Ulsters... Uh, perhaps the majors again, we'll look at the Euros, you know, possibly, the Scottish, I don't know. The world's our oyster at this point. You can certainly message us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com, and let us know which one you would like to see. Well, this past weekend, of course, we managed to have a drum major video, which was simply brilliant. Oliver's senior drum major competition at the British Championship, including all the heats and the finals, along with expert commentary uh, from Paula Braden, Alicia Dixon-Hamilton, Kevin Conquest and David Brownlee. And I have to say, the video itself was incredible. And a massive, massive thank you goes to Andrew Shilladay, who put the whole thing together. And obviously, blood, sweat and tears went into this thing. <laughs> 
It was kind of a nightmare to put together, but it was simply brilliant. So well done to Andrew. Also, a massive thank you again to Aaron McElwain, who gave us the footage to begin with. He has uh, a YouTube channel himself. Of course, you can go and subscribe to him as well. We have his details in the video description as well for that. So thank you to Aaron for the video footage. Uh, so, yeah, our Adult Drum Major Championship from the British, as well as our Band Championship from the British, are up there now on our YouTube channel. You can go back and watch the entire thing from start to finish, and you can be your own armchair judge. Yeah, both videos equally fascinating. Uh, if anything, the commentary uh, on the Drum Major video was extremely well received. A lot of people saying it was really, really cool to hear... Uh, you know, what judges should be looking for, you know, and the name of flourishes and different things. And I think it was David said, you know, about different things that judges are looking for, like your marching and deportment. And it's just very fascinating. You know, it's an insight into the drum majoring world, which I don't think most of us bands folk really ever bother with. But honestly, give it a go, give it a little watch, and you'll be, you know, quite impressed, actually. You'll actually learn something, I feel. So there you go. Definitely go and check that out on the Rap Show YouTube channel. And if you haven't done already, please do go over there and click subscribe. Because, yeah, we need subscribers. <laughs> All right. Well, this week's episode of the Rab Show podcast, you may have guessed by now, is a little bit different from usual. And it is an elongated episode for good reason. Yes, this past week on Fuse was hosted by Aaron McElwain and he managed to get chatting to a plethora of drum majoring royalty. Now, it was brilliant to catch up with our drum majors because this last while we've been talking nothing all about pipe band folk. We've been talking about pipers and drummers, drummers and pipers. But our drum majors are every bit a part of our piping world. So Aaron, of course, is a competing drum major himself, so he knows all these guys. So if anything, he took it upon himself to go ahead and interview all of these guys. And it was just brilliant. It's so, so good. So, yes, Aaron lifted the phone, managed to get chatting to all of these incredible drum majors. And if anything, I'm going to hand over the rest of the podcast to Mr. McElwain. Um, so, yeah, if anything, it's normally at this time that I would go and get myself a big cup of tea. And it's time for the topic of the week. But I think this week, actually, it's time for me to hand over the podcast and catch over. Or bleh, and catch over and catch up <laughs> with some incredible drum majors. So, here's Aaron McElwain. The British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. So 
I am joined by uh, Northern Ireland drum major adjudicator, Mr. Alistair Patterson. How are you? I'm not too bad, Aaron. How are you? Hanging together, as we say, hanging together. Um, I think we're all doing that, to be perfectly honest. Absolutely. How has it been for yourself and the family during lockdown? Look, it's probably been one of the strangest times, I think, that that any of us have experienced. And and probably my experience is probably no different to anybody else's. Um, none of us probably thought seven, eight weeks ago that the entire country, and never mind the entire world, could be pretty much brought to a standstill. Absolutely. And that's exactly what has happened. And, you know, the crazy thing is, we're going to have to try and get used to a new normal. That's it. Coming out of this. And that, to me, is going to be as big a challenge as actually dealing with just this lockdown and dealing with isolation and, you know, social distancing and, and all of these things that, you know, are completely new uh, new terms to us all, but yeah, have to and, and I think work with it. we've all sort of become nearly accustomed to the lockdown and the, the the routines that we're having to adapt to, and the changes with work, with uh, social distance, same family, and just attending our normal lives. But I think, as you say, it's coming out of it, and I suppose you're maybe the same as me. Maybe you're not. Is that? You know, we look forward to pipe band season. I know you competed for many years. Um, you're now an adjudicator uh, for for a good number of years as well. You ultimately look forward to the season um, as well because you wouldn't do it if you if you didn't look forward to it. And I think once we get past this lockdown and the fact that we don't have a season, that's when it maybe hit home that you know we've Saturdays to ourselves here. <laughs> Well, I think that's going to be the, the crazy thing because let's be honest, this weekend would have seen um, pretty much the start of our season mm-hmm. um, this Saturday. You know, like I had my allocations, you know, the competitions had been allocated. You know, your year, your summer is pretty much planned around them. That has been the case with me since day one. Yeah. Um, the scary thing is that's a lot of years now, unfortunately. Um but, you know, pipe bands, the pipe band scene, drum majors, been a massive, massive part of life. And to reach that point when people were actually taking those decisions, and there were difficult decisions. Yeah. But for people to be taking those decisions to say, right, that competition is not happening, that competition is not happening. And all of a sudden, you're just looking, 2020 as a year is gone. Yeah, it's wrote off. There it's, is no it's, history whatsoever for 2020. Um, people were starting with this grand year of 2020. Vision 2020 was something that we had within another organisation, and people were looking at us and were going, "This is going to be a you know one of these remarkable years. It's yeah. going to be a remarkable year, but it's going to be a year for every single one of us to forget in some ways, and other yeah. things will not forget." And as you know, it's uh, the anniversary of the association this year. So there was plans put in place for that. It's also um, the anniversary um, on Friday the 8th. That's tomorrow. We're doing this interview during the week um, ahead of the radio show with the E-Day. And I know that Bangor yep. uh, was the venue for the competition. And I know that Ards and North Down Council had plans in place to try and mark the commemoration of V Day seventy five. So there's plenty of things that that 
going alongside of, of pipe bands themselves. I know that there was plans in place for a tattoo-type uh, event at Hillsborough uh, ahead of the uh, Lisburn City and Castlereagh Championship. So it's those things that we're going to miss, but it's all for the right reasons, um, as you say. Look, it's, it's all for the right reasons. There's no question about that. And, and people you know, have to do the right thing and organisations have to be sensible about it and, and, and have to yeah. definitely do what is right. Um, I think it is, it is fair to challenge is coming out of this. Yeah, and it's fair to commend the association for the work that they have done with all the directors and all the volunteers working with the councils. Um, it, it's unprecedented for them to have to take those decisions with the local council areas. Um, and I know that uh, people have been critical about you know when people would you know just come out and say it's cancelled, but there is a process with everything, and I know that's the same. You would know that um, with regards to other activities that you're yeah uh, involved. Processes unfortunately are there, and processes have to be followed. And um, whilst we'd all like to you know just immediately say right that decision's taken, it's gone. Um, we all, as suppose, in the earlier days of this, probably all had that element of hope. Yes. And there was an element of hope that this would be a few weeks and all of a sudden, um, you know, the pause button really would have been pressed on life and it would just reach a point again where we could just press play. Absolutely. Unfortunately, that isn't the case and is not going to be the case. And even if we do get the play button, which, you know, we're waiting for government to make certain decisions and as it will start to ease the lockdown as they as they talk about um, that is even going to bring about different issues and different problems and you know that social distancing thing of you know two meters whether it stays at two meters that's in for the foreseeable um, yeah. and that can't just I disappear that that's going to go longer than this year yeah and that is going to change how we operate. That is going to change how pipe bands operate. That's going to change how we operate within life in general. Yeah. And it's just knowing exactly how that's going to, you know, fall into place over the next while. Um, Absolutely. And it's, it's about... We're talking about 2020. We don't even know what's going to happen now in 2021. Yeah. And it's a case of, it's a fluid situation. Nothing is certain. Uh, nobody is to blame for that. You know, we all have to work together and we just have to maybe adapt and embrace change. And I think that's going to be the biggest thing for everybody in pipe bands, uh, you know, across our competition scene is learning to adapt and maybe the way we've had it for, for generation uh, that may have to change in the future uh, as well as that with the country, maybe but, you know, there's going to be some financial constraints, I would say, coming down the road. There will not just be an amount of money will just not be available for all those things that we like to do. It might be the case of yeah. the money's available for things we need. So we'll have to look at other ways to, to embrace and, and carry out the art form. But, but we have to look at some sort of positive because we do want to see some sort of return. Um, you know, Yes, we're all finding new ways to deal with this. We're all finding new ways that we can sort of still show exactly what our skills are, you know, what, uh, you know, pipers are doing bits and pieces on Thursday evenings now, whenever it's the clap for, you know, for the NHS and for our cares, which is great to see. Drummers are going out and they're banging their drums. You know, all I've of those seen drum, I've now seen drum majors taking part in it as well, going out and yeah. flourishing. So, you know, all of those wee things 
are something that each one of us can do within the confines and the safety of our own homes, and that and that has been great to see. Um, and it's, it's still keeping that bit of community within our organisation and within our bands, and you know, just within just the general pipe band world as such. Yeah. But it's it's that next phase, and and that's the one that you know, even you know, I've thought about it and I've looked at it and. You know, you're sort of going, what's going to happen next? Yeah. You know, what are we going to do next? I've been involved in around pipe bands long enough to know that the vast majority of them meet in small halls. They get crammed in. You know, They're playing there for two hours. By the time they're finished, the, the steam's running down the walls. Yeah. Um, you know, this is the sort of, uh, this is where the groundwork is done. Yeah. But you know, going onto the park on a Saturday afternoon is a completely different ball game because it's open space. We're out in the open. The socially distanced thing, if that's still in place, that can be applied, that can be dealt with. Um, but it's how the bands get to that point, yeah. or for that matter, even yeah. drum majors. Drum majors are not too bad. They're maybe socially distanced anyway at times um, when it comes to the, the entire Sometimes event. they're socially distanced even at the contests. <laughs> so, so I think we might be okay from our side um, because we do stay those few meters apart whenever we're competing them, and and the adjudicators do stay those few meters away from from the competing throw majors. Just so, maybe so not. We, a, maybe maybe not an example of how it works. Maybe not at Antrim Castle. Unfortunately, it's a bit harder to stay two meters apart there in that arena. And trust me. Um, but, but yeah, look, it's gonna it's gonna be difficult. And and look, I suppose. The one thing, and I've said this in many other occasions, if we can get to the other side of this and we have our health with us and all of our families still have their health and everyone's good, then we can start again. Absolutely. We can start to build again. And keep um, the positivity and the compassion and the love for fellow human beings is, is paramount. And, and I think that really goes to the very heart of our organisation. You know, it is a fellowship of pipe band people banding together for the art form and the love of it so yeah it's yeah. good well listen thank you very much for taking time to uh out of your day um to talk to me and uh not a problem it's always good to talk to somebody else that's it <laughs> <laughs> and you will obviously uh pass on my love to the rest of the family and uh, you take care as well and yes stay and safe we'll and hopefully we'll hopefully see you on the other side <laughs> let's let's hope so all right all the best i'll Thank you very okay, much indeed. Cheers. Bye. Okay, so I'm also now joined uh, by a very special drum major. Um, this is drum major Louise Smyton uh, from my own band, Klaus Kelt, and obviously her mother, Victoria, who is a piper with Tully Lagan Pipe Band in County Tyrone. How are you two? Good. Very good. Missing, yeah. missing the bands? Yeah. <laughs> Loads. Um, Didn't realize how long we spent running the bands and practices and everything until there wasn't any. Absolutely. And I take it, Louise, you're off school then? Yeah. And, and how are you finding that? Well, there's a lot of work coming home and I'm really, you know, tired of work, but I kind of miss, like, my friends and all. So they're keeping you well busy from school then? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I see what you mean. You, you're missing seeing your friends and, and each day going into school and the normality of it. But uh, I yeah. suppose it is nice to spend time at home then and plenty of things to keep you busy with the family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and obviously I had spoken to you um, sort of prior to this lockdown um, when you'd been up at, at Class Kelts band practice. So I know you've been practicing away and I know you were putting in every amount of work as usual, um, you know, prior to the season. And obviously now with, with the lockdown in the UK here, uh, um, we have effectively no season. And I'm sure if you're like me, Louise, you're probably a wee bit gutted because I'm sure you were really looking forward to it. I was, yeah. It's getting to see your other friends and drum majors and bands that you don't get to see all the, the rest of the year, maybe. Yeah, miss talking to Karis and um, Katie Clark and even talking to you, Aaron. I miss oh, talking to you. Of course. But you know you can always, <laughs> you can talk to me anytime you want. Um Victoria from from your aspect, um, you know, you and, and Adrian both invest a massive amount of time. Um not only with your own bands, but also with, with Louise as a drum major. I know you are there supporting her and supporting the band at every occasion. Um big change for you this summer then? Big change, surely. You know, we would have had a couple of band practices a week. Louise, drum major, she would have had a couple of lessons. And then obviously you hit the summer and it's all your Saturdays. And I know we're moaning and groaning a bit, but, you know, it's going to be a big miss this year too. Yeah, it is a big yeah. miss. But what what can you do? It's about staying safe and and. Keeping, keeping what you're doing to, to get back to normality or some form of it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And um, no doubt you're still working in some capacity yourself. Yes, I'm still working from home and that. So between that and um, with the schoolwork coming home and things like that, it's a different sort of busy. It's a different busy and it's keeping you busy. Very much so. I think if you are anything like me, um, because we're still in the lockdown um, routine at the moment, um, it's a strangeness for all of us, and we've all had to adapt. I would say that if we ease out of that, it'll be even harder for us because then we'll we'll miss our Saturdays even more. Um, and and certainly, yeah. I mean, I look forward to my Saturdays with the band uh, and mm-hmm. and seeing everybody. It's not just about the competition, but it's the socialising bit as well. It is the social aspect, yeah, and seeing people that you maybe ha- you haven't seen all year, yeah. but that you regularly see every week, and we bit of a chat. And you and I, yeah, and I know with yourselves, you know, you you would attend competitions as a family, um. So you know that can be some, one of those things that uh, that lets you spend time together. Yeah. Um, and the ways you. You obviously get to see all your your, your friends, um, yeah. specifically. Uh, I know you're seeing them weekly, um, and uh, usually with your practices. But then you're getting to spend that time after you've competed. You know, enjoying your day with your friends, and then of course, as I know, you look forward to the end of the day where you lead your band into the finale. Um, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's hard, but as you as you say, Victoria, it is it's one of those things. What can you do? We have to do as we we are told. So yeah, um, but it's good. To, it's, it's good. It's good to know that you're staying safe. Yeah, 
but it's keeping it's keeping a wee bit going at home as well, Louise, with having me out now and again and you know, trying to keep that going as well. If you took a, a complete break for the year, mm-hmm. you would much be starting from scratch instead of building on skills that you have yeah. for everybody. And each year as you progress, Louise, you know, um you know, you're adding more elements into your um to your heats and stuff. Um yeah. So you will miss it terribly, but again, you can look forward to 2021 and it will be an even bigger season then because we'll all be ready for it. Yeah. That's good. Well, listen, thank you very much for taking some time out of your day uh, to talk to us. And um, obviously at the time that we're recording this interview, um, we've Saturday to look forward to on uh, the Big Rab Show YouTube channel. Um, so we have a drum major event happening on Saturday. So yes, very uh, much so. We'll be tuning into that, no doubt. At least that'll give you something. Keep you, yeah. keep, keep the bands and the drum majors in your head. So and uh, the quizzes that Rab did as well were a bit of fun as well. You know. Yeah, we did. We I I did enjoy um, working with the quizzes myself. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we will try and get maybe another one put together and get that out there but um just everybody has a lot of things different things that they're doing i think people are just adapting now to do different things to fill their days so it's new skills and bacon and everything erin yep oh absolutely wonderful (laughs) i will expect uh i will expect some uh little boxes then coming to the first competition next year louise Hopefully, yeah. Oh, I would say she'll share, no problem, yeah. Listen, thank you very much. And uh, obviously, give my love to all the rest of the family there. And uh, I will be in touch with you at some point. Uh, Stay safe. And we'll see you you. you in 2021. (laughs) (laughs) All the best. Thank you. Bye. A1 Embroidery and Printing. Producing some merchandise for some of the top bands in the piping game, such as Phil Marsh and Montgomery, St. Lawrence Atul, and ourselves, The Big Rab Show. For all of your embroidery and printing needs, they have some extremely high-quality garments, such as hats, beanies, t-shirts, hoodies, soft-shell jackets, you name it, they can print it. If your band is on the lookout for some exclusive merchandise offers, then contact them direct on their social media, A1 Embroidery and Printing check them out on Facebook A1 Embroidery and Printing if you can think it they can print it Liam how are you? yeah not bad yourself then? Ah, hanging together as we say over here in Northern Ireland hanging together Um, so yeah season is uh, kind of being put to rest already before it started Um, so you know, just prior to all the lockdown stuff uh, coming in in the United Kingdom here, you know, obviously things were as normal preparing for the season. Had you been putting in um, your normal regime of practicing sort of in January, February? Yeah, I would have said this year I've probably started earlier than usual. Uh, normally I throw my mace in the cupboard from August till maybe January February, March time sometimes, but no, 
it was out it was out in early January this year. Um, I had a few different things planned and, and that to do before the before the com- competition season started as well. So everything's been put to a halt. So it's a bit gutting, really. Yeah. It's it's your whole summer, so. And uh, obviously, that's leading on last year. You won the British Championships in Paisley, which was the first of the major season. Um, and congratulations for that. Firstly, <laughs> I, I know I said it to you at the time. Um, and it seems like a distant memory to us now. Um, but obviously, um, we would be approaching in the next few weeks the British Championships for 2020. And obviously, you would have been looking to go back and defend your title. And obviously, that's been taken away from us now. Um, do you are you still practicing and and keeping the um, you know keeping your flourishing and marching going? Even though now it's being confirmed that the season is in effect void for us all, you know? Yeah, I my miss out on Tuesday, I think it was. Tuesday, the weather was great on Tuesday, so we were out in the garden on Tuesday for a bit, so I had a few throws and see how see if I could throw it any higher as the trees or whatever my usual <laughs> nonsense that I, I love doing. So uh, the lame random launch as <laughs> I refer to it. Um yeah, so um what's your thoughts on the fact that we Obviously, we don't have the five majors and 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 the local the local games. Obviously, I know you, you go to some of the local games in Scotland as well when you can. And yeah. I, know, I know I'd also said to you about coming over and maybe doing a, a competition or two in the Northern Ireland local calendar. Um, you know, and obviously that was something you were thinking about maybe for this year as well. So that's gone now. What's your thought? Um. It's the right decision, obviously. We've got to look after ourselves first and foremost. Yeah. But I, I certainly got it. I mean, I, I play football from, what, September to April, and then I've got my pipe band from April to August, September. That's what I do every weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, without that, it's a bit, you're at a bit of a loss, you know. You, you, yeah. The drum major family, as we call it, if you like, you know, uh, you're going to miss everybody this year. Uh, yeah, and it's it, it is hard. I mean, I I know obviously our listeners are probably more than than well aware that although being the bass drummer with Klaus Kelt at the moment, I've also um, been a drum major um, since 2012. So I understand that it's it's not just about the competition. And certainly for me, it was never just about the competition, you know, getting one off the bottom was a big achievement for me. <laughs> Obviously, with yourself, you know, you're up in the, that sort of the top echelons of the of the, the grade and stuff. So, but it is the, the social aspect, I think, that we'll miss as much as, as anything. The, there's nothing better than the buzz of competing as soon as a rolls hit. Don't get me wrong, I love it. Uh, the drive to to win and be good at what you do, of course. But after that's all done, I mean the crap we all have, yeah. whatever we are, whether the beer, the beer tent, whether it's the beer tent, whether it's Belfast, whether it's yeah. Forest, whether it's Inverness, whether it's Glasgow, wherever we are, we always have a good time before, well, before and afterwards. Let's be yeah. honest. So, and obviously, um, with speaking of Glasgow, Liam, you know we have the World's Week. And as you know, it's a it's a week. Um, I've you know on occasions met up with you on, on as early as the Wednesday for for yeah. a drink and a catch up before all the fun starts. Um, of course, that's of course. that's the social aspect. And and even for myself, mm-hmm. you know, will not 
uh, I'll not be getting over to see yourselves at the majors. Um, you know, your mum and dad as well, um, you know, they're with you um, at, at other contests. And obviously your brother Kevin is also a fellow drum major. So it is that, as you say, that big family aspect of it. And yeah, of course. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's, it's, well, I don't know. Is it gutting for your mum and dad? Are they going to miss the season as well? I'm pretty sure mum will, but it'll be very good for our nerves. I'll save her a season now. I'll be nervous every second weekend. Yeah, uh, it's great that you've always got that support with you. And yeah, also, it's, it's a chance to have the family time as well, the travelling together, the obviously if you're eating together and, and, and socialising as a family, which is always good. And as you said, then even with the extended drum major family. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, Kevin, he's in Glasgow and I was studying, so I don't get to see him much. So over the summer, it's a chance to catch up. And I work with Dad, so it's quite good to get away from him for a weekend. But or two sometimes. But uh, with, with Mum, it's good to spend some time with her, of course. She's only probably missed a handful of competitions I've ever been at since I started. So that's quite a long time. And locally, where you are... Um, in in Scotland, you know, have is, is the COVID nineteen lockdown locally? How how are you coping with it? You know, on a personal basis, is it is it hard work? <laughs> um, I wouldn't say it's hard work. It's just being sensible. And how can you complain at being locked in your house or in in the garden with the weather we've had? If the weather was different, then I think everyone would be tearing their hair out. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's not too bad. We haven't been too badly hit here as such officially, um, but we we, we lost a, a, a an ambulance driver, a, a good paramedic there, uh, just last week. So uh, the the streets were lined for him today, obviously, yeah. with the social uh, distancing, which yeah, was very your, unfortunate. Your close knit community where you yeah. are, and it, it does affect them. And again, as you said, you know, it's being sensible is the main thing and it's how we get through it. And we should be all very thankful that, okay, we don't have a pipe band season, but, you know, we still have what's important at the moment. And then we have the chance of looking at 2021 with um, bigger expectations. <clears throat> That's fine. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to me, Liam. Um, no worries. Thank you very much. Pass on my regards to the rest of the family and remain safe. Um, I will indeed. We'll see you on the other side, sir. Stay safe. Thanks very Be much. Good. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Okay, so I am now joined um, by uh, two drum majors. Um, you just <laughs> want to introduce yourselves? I'm Kathy. <laughs> drum major Kathy Hunter from Manor Cunningham Pipe Band, and drum major Abigail Wenlock from uh, Shots and Dykehead Caledonian. Also joined by two of their lovely mummies. Kathy's mum, Shirley, and we have Abigail's mum, Elaine. So, first of all, how are you? Uh, um, we're doing good, considering the circumstances. <laughs> yeah, coping. Yes, coping. We're better staying in, Erin, and um, coming out the other end of it. So we oh, are. Um, absolutely. Yeah, so, but uh, following her time with, well, Cathy's still doing schoolwork, school, uh, keeping them busy. I work in school, um, so I'm off. So it's it's nice that I'm at home with everybody else that's in the house. So it's good that way. How are yeah. you finding it being off school, Cathy? Yeah, well, they've definitely set 
more work than what we were doing in school. So they're expecting a lot more of us at home than what they are actually in school. <laughs> and what about yourself, Abigail? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm just a bit bored, but there's not much to do because I don't have any schoolwork because I have no exams this year. So you're one of the lucky ones. You're one of the lucky ones. So it was like an early summer holiday for you then? Yeah, it was. I've literally nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, Elaine, what about yourself? Um, at the start, it was hard, you know, staying in the first couple of weeks, we'd done a lot of gardening and stuff to keep ourselves just occupied. But um, with Marcus's business, it took off with hand sanitizer and different stuff that he's selling in the hospitals and doing. Yeah. So we're working a lot at the moment, so that's keeping us busy. Yeah, and that's good, and it's something to keep you busy. Um, it is, it's hard, I think, for everybody. We've all had to adjust, and... No doubt you are the same as me. It's a big adjustment. Um, but it's all, as you say, for the right reasons. Um, what about yourselves, girls, when before, obviously, we entered into this, the, the plans for the season were into January, and no doubt your rigorous practice regime was ongoing at that point. Because it never stops, well, let's be honest, it never stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um... Well, before lockdown, we had worked really hard all winter on new flourishes and everything. And then whenever like it started and the season started to be like cancelled a competition at a time, um, the motivation just it just really like went because like what's the point in practicing if there's going to be no competitions? Yeah. But you just have to think on to next next season. Absolutely. Um, Come back and, and, and bigger things. Come back and do bigger things. But then, effectively, that means that you are a world champion for another year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget that. Let's not forget that. Um, and have you uh, have you have you lifted your mace much over the last while? Well, over. Mm, not that much. <laughs> oh, no. And, and I think if a certain if a certain drum major shooter is listening in, I don't know how happy she'll be about that. <laughs> what about yourself, Abigail? You're obviously going in for another year in the same grade. Yes. Um, well, I actually hadn't been at practice for a while because, well, I thought I had my GCSE, so I had to take time off to prepare for them. But then... We found out that we didn't have any GCSEs. So then I did go out and practice for a while. And then we found out that there was no competition. So I was the same as Cathy. I was like, well, what's the point now? Yeah. But no doubt you, sir. Probably, you know, with the good weather and if you've got the space at home there, um, no doubt you still lift a few times, even just for to keep your hands going yourselves. Yeah. But it, it, yeah. I suppose it's, it's a blessing that it's taken pressure off preparing for the season. Um, but at the same time, you'll miss the season. And obviously, as you say, we now know there is there's there's no competitions planned at the moment um, during the summer season for us. Um, how do you feel about that? I mean, what what obviously it's for the right reasons, but you know, Kathy, what do you what do you think you'll miss well, most? I think it's definitely been cancelled for a good reason. Like, um, we're better not having competitions, and then the next season will just be that much better because everyone will have missed it and I think the next season will be better than anyone that we've had before. Yeah, everybody will be raring to go because we'll have had that. It's about the friendship as well, Aaron. I mean, 
there's people we don't see from one year to the next and we're going to miss that by the time yeah. yes we connect online but you just don't it's not the same as not seeing same. people and you know the excitement of packing up to go to Bangor for this weekend and stuff you know like that. have and to have to say Bangor's a wonderful town yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I will always. Going to now. Yeah, we missed look, last year, even though yeah. we were up in ours, but we missed yeah. it. <laughs> well, hopefully, it will be in Bangor again next year, and yeah. our local council area will support it, and we'll be in Bangor. And and that's given us maybe some time, um, as pipe band people, and as well with our local branch to make it even bigger occasion than it's been before, because we'll all be ready for it. Um, Elaine, Abigail, obviously, um. Well, with both of you, it's a, it's a big family affair um, because I know that you have multiple family members on both sides in bands. Um, but as well as that, you've got your drum major family, and I know that you, through through Paula Braden's class of drum majors, that you are very, very much an extended drum major family. And that's although you during the practice um, part of the year, you are seeing each other weekly, and I'm no doubt you are all talking online with these uh, obviously the newfangled technology that we have <laughs> again it's missing the family aspect when you are away there's nothing better on a lovely day um sitting in in dumbarton and uh, you're you know everybody's there whether they're competing or not you have a lot of people around you and i know that because i have been around you and i know that it's uh, a very warm and welcoming tent whenever you come over <laughs> um, what about um outside of bands you know obviously there's change with the work and stuff we talked about um is there anything else that you are all particularly missing abigail is there anything you're particularly missing yourself um, i think i'm actually missing school <laughs> i just see my friends every day and like, I actually missed your major practice because I got to see the girls like every week and it's been hard not being able to see them and stuff. But yeah. yeah. And yourself, Elaine, is there anything that yourself uh, and Kyle are. are yeah, most... well, me and Kyle will be involved a lot in church work. Um, I have do mums and tots and he does children's meetings. Um, for him, he's been working hard with children's meetings, doing things um, online. But I haven't really had a chance to do that yet, and um, in the next couple of weeks I will get back to it. But um, it's it's hard not seeing the wee with the wee children that I would work yeah. with every day, and also we go to Uganda, and we were meant yes. to go back uh, this month, and we also were meant to go in July with Abigail back out again, and we're missing that a lot. But um, we hope to get back out again this year before the year's over to, to finish what we had started. Yeah, absolutely. And I have I have been following personally the progress and stuff that you've been posting and, uh, about your trips out to Uganda. And obviously it's, it's great the work that you are doing. Um, I'm bringing yeah. that up. Well, if we get through this and get out the other side, um, you know, we'll all be thankful. Um, yeah. For it. So, yeah. Well, I suppose really that's um us for now um it was lovely to talk to you and thank you very much all of you for taking the time out thank of you. uh out of your busy days your boring days <laughs> <laughs> um you uh will obviously keep tuned into the show um yeah. uh, we're recording this interview um today um and this will go out on our tuesday night radio show um okay. so that's 
I suppose whenever we're here in this live on the air, we will have uh, just had the weekend that should have been banger. And I think that's maybe when it'll hit home for all of us that we'll start to notice there's no season. But um, yeah. Well, everybody, but at least hopefully everybody keeps safe and we'll see them all next year. Absolutely. Well, I'll be looking forward to it. Thank you very much again. All the best. And we'll see no you be on the other side. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, Erin. Bye. Bye. I'm joined by drum major Emma Barr. How are you? Hello. I'm as well as I can be in this situation. How are you? <laughs> I'm not doing too bad. Um, lockdown <laughs> obviously changed everything for everybody. Um, yeah. uh, have you been isolating yourself or are you still... Um, obviously, you were at university. Um, over, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I uh, have been isolating. Um, my second semester of university was basically wiped out. Um, first the strikes and now this. But I do understand that all this is necessary. Obviously, everyone needs to stay safe. And um, I hope everyone's keeping well and everyone is safe. Yeah, uh, it is hard for everybody, um, especially for us pipe band folk. Um uh, what about yourself with regards to your, your drum major work? Have you uh, had, you, you know, obviously before the pandemic was declared and we, we went into lockdown, etc. Um, and the season was, you know, still obviously on the horizon. You know, had you been preparing, you know, for the season? We, you know, obviously practice regimes and stuff throughout the winter, but specifically coming into the new year with the lighter evenings and stuff, uh, had you sort of stepped up? you're practicing uh yeah so i have been practicing um a lot more now that the lighter evenings have uh came i'm still practicing to be fair because the garden out the back kind of gives you an opportunity to actually just do something um you know burn burn a wee bit of time just working on skills and stuff even for next season um it is disappointing because i was also uh helping with the rspba uh school in cookstown and the kids there, um, there were four kids there that I was working hard with uh, to get them out this year. And I know that they were excited for the incoming season. So it is just a bit of a shame. Everyone's disappointed. But again, you know, it is necessary for everyone's safety. Yeah, it, uh, I think it's going to hit home now, you know, um, when we've had the announcements over the last while that there is not going to be a season um you know yeah. certainly in the normal sense for ourselves our first uh our first season um is it would be coming up this saturday the 9th in bangor um obviously this will be going out on our radio show on tuesday evening um so it would have been saturday just there um so how do you feel about the fact that you know this this week where we're sitting today when we're recording this interview that you would be looking forward to your first contest of the season? It is It is very disappointing, and I am gutted that we don't have the season this year. I know for myself and a lot, an awful lot of people in pipe bands, you know, pipe band season is the highlight of people's year. Um, you get to see friends that you don't usually get to see outside of pipe bands. Yeah, um, so that's really disappointing. Um, for me personally, like, it, it is, extra, it's, it's, I'm gutted. But I do feel sorry for an awful lot of um, the younger drum majors who maybe this was their last season in certain grades. Yeah. And maybe they had goals. They had like that one competition that they wanted to win. 
and now they're not going to get that opportunity, which I do think is a real shame. Um, yeah. And thankfully, I, I don't have that. You know, I, I do have as many years as I want in seniors. Yeah. Um, so I do think that is maybe a disappointing aspect for an awful lot of people. Yeah, and obviously that's something that, that maybe can come up. You know, we will have an annual general meeting at some point, possibly um, towards later in the year, maybe, um, when obviously the conditions allow for it. Um, yeah. I had got information directly from the RSPBA just about whether or not the AGM was going to go ahead. Um, and obviously it's a fluid situation. Headquarters um, staff directors are taking their advice from um, the relevant authorities that are in connection with each element. Um, but I mean, it's again something that I mean. I don't know if you would feel the same, but I feel that sometimes drum majors are sort of left out of that sort of. They don't seem to have the voice because the members of the association are the bands of which the drum major is associated to. Um, for yourself yeah. with, with Bill Marshall Montgomery it, if you have something that you need to bring you're having to then go to your secretary and the band and ask them to raise it as a point but I suppose the yeah. conversation could be you know and it is only an idea that if if we have to write this season off because of you know the circumstances then yeah. we regroup next year and, and do we look at a case of then that some of those drum majors who would now be due to move up because of their birthday, which is what's written into the rules, do they then get the chance to remain for a further year in their grade? Again, it has to be fair yeah. and in line with, with, with the rules. But again, consensus of maybe consensus of all the drum majors that are registered to compete could have uh, have some sort of... Uh, a comment on that or could be surveyed, make a democratic decision. And exactly. certainly, certainly yeah. from my point of view, without really thinking about it, and, and it's, you know, from a point that you've raised there, Emma, is that, yeah, there is that position of people in their last year in the junior grade, their last year in the juvenile grade, um, and specifically yeah. in, in local competitions within Northern Ireland, we have the novice grade. You, yeah. As you say, it, it can be a big thing to, to win your title. Um, or to to achieve um, positions within the grade that you may not be able to when you move up because you're obviously now in a new grade and it's going to be harder. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, it's a very good point that you've raised there. Uh, and I really, I hadn't thought about that myself. But, again, yeah. maybe a survey of the drum majors themselves, again, would have to be within the rules, but certainly something that we can talk about, I think, you know, and it's an idea. Yeah, I, I do also think it's not it's not the first thing that ev anyone thinks of. You know, with bands, they get moved up based on the results, whereas with us drum majors, it is purely by age. It's not our ability or our results or anything like that. So I do think it is something that could be easily forgotten, but it is it is a big deal yeah. with some of those drum majors. I do know that. And you look at it from the point of view, as you raised there, the age point of view, and for any of our listeners, you know, that will be listening to this, this interview, um, the, the drum majors do uh, actually get placed into their grades based on their age alone. Um, and as Emma said there, quite rightly, it's not based on the ability. So you do have a position where you can have somebody who is over the age of 18 um, who takes up um you know the, the you know takes up the craft of 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 being a drum major 
and they're they're being trained they're attending the schools um the classes that andrea McKeown gibson um is running um that emma is is now doing in cookstown that alicia uh, dixon hamilton is running in Bambridge. Those are absolutely wonderful classes to have, but you're still thinking about it from a point of view of the age. Um, so, yeah, it is something maybe that we need to look at and maybe invest further time in. And the best place, as always, for that is at the local branch meetings for local rules and further afield at the AGMs um, for the uh, from from a national point of view. So, yeah, it's a good point to raise and. And uh, yeah, let's just say to any of the, the younger drum majors that, you know, do not be disheartened. Um, you know, you will return to being a drum major at some point in the future. So, yeah. Emma, just with your, uh, you've said there about you're disappointed with the season, um, not going ahead. And a, a big point of it, as you've raised, is the social aspect of it. And I think that is something that we need to, sort of address from the point of view of it is going to be a big blow for everybody i think at the moment with lockdown um specifically in the united kingdom um i'm not too sure really about what's happening in in certain other countries but uh, locally here in the united kingdom and in ireland um we're in lockdown at the moment with the uh, guidelines from the government and the social distancing rules um these may by the time of recording have eased or changed um but i think whenever the actual lockdown situation eases that's when it will maybe hit home even more that we have a whole summer to yeah. go through now and no saturdays to look forward to and if i i know you're the same as me you know you're at every contest locally and at all the majors yeah. and you know, yes. you've been you no doubt been planning your overseas trips for the worlds for the Scottish. You've had that in all you know, you've had that arranged maybe, you know, seven, eight months ago. So it's yeah. a big it's a big yeah. blow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in particular um, planned the worlds a year ago. So I think the worlds is hitting me the most because obviously that's a for me personally, and I know for an awful lot of people in pipe bands, that's essentially a whole week. Yeah, that's just gone. Yeah, um, it is, so it's it is the hard. one thing that yeah, really I mean, hard. I certainly I I look forward to it, and anybody that I have ever spoken to, I'm sure you're the same. You know, it's trying to explain to them that it's not just about the one day of the worlds; it's actually the yeah. stages of a whole week, and we have it planned out to each yeah. minute of what we're doing, where we need to be. You know be it that Wednesday is a day for meeting everybody up and, and being up at Todd's, um, the lower yeah. Todd, and you've the drumming for drinks um, from innovation. Yeah. You've then certain practices going on. You then have the Thursday open-air practices, specifically down Kelvin Grove, where Field Marshal, your band, would be um, yeah. practising. And certainly a lot of people look forward to those You've also yeah. that point where you're spending time with friends and meeting up with people and shopping and just generally enjoying yourself. And then it gets a wee bit yeah. more serious on the Friday because I know the qualifiers are on, but from a drum major's point of view, then that's the tomorrow's the big one and very daunting yeah. for the world. But you look forward to it so much. And even on the morning, you look forward to it because you think that's where I am. I've been in a position 
myself where I haven't attended the Worlds um, for a year. I wasn't attached specifically to a playing band, so I didn't make the trip. And yeah. I have to say, I, I would never do that again. Even if I'm not playing in a band <laughs> or competing as a drum major, <laughs> I will be there. I just yeah. couldn't miss it now. You know, it's not the same watching a live stream. Um, and obviously no. the live stream, you're only seeing the grade one bands from the from Arena One and, and whoever else yeah. fits into Arena One that day, whether it be the, the grade two or juvenile. There's no drum majors. So if anybody has an interest in drum major, they have no way of seeing that. Yeah, um, so exactly. yeah, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to me. Um, and look after yourself, look after family. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> the Big Rap Show on Fuse FM, Balamont, Tuesday nights, 7 pm to 9. They are the show for the piping folk, reflecting everything from the bagpiping world. Celtic music, folk music, solo piping, and of course, pipe bands. Bagpipes are your thing. Tune in to The Big Rap Show. The Big Rap Show, Tuesday nights, 7 till 9, on Fuse FM, Balamone. So I am joined um, with uh, some drum majors now. Um, I have drum major Andrea McKeown-Gibson. I have drum major Catherine McKeown. And also, as it's a family affair, we have Jamie Gibson, who is a piper with Plus Count. How are, how are you all doing? We're doing fine, yeah. Um, price Cop- range at the minute. Yeah, coping during yeah. lockdown. Oh yes, coping well. Um, we're bored. We're was bored, but sure, we've plenty of things to do in the house now. Uh, Earn so. That's good. Plenty of decorating today. Yeah, and um, obviously, um, Catherine, you uh, were at school. Yeah. Here, and um, obviously, now you're not. How are you coping with not having to go to school? I actually miss it. You actually miss <laughs> it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just seeing everyone. It's amazing, maybe. Andrea maybe needs to remember that the next time <laughs> that you you don't want to get ready in time and get out the door in the morning. Um, I know, but it's yeah, it's it's hard to adjust. Um, you know, just to the new changes that we've sort of adapted to. Um, you are obviously aware now that we don't have um a twenty twenty season. You know, it's it's all but cancelled. Um, and obviously that's nothing that can really be helped it's it's necessary at this time and we just maybe have to to look at it the 2020 just it's a season that we just didn't have and uh forget about that uh but then hopefully we come back in 2021 um andrea you know you're you're heavily involved in in children drum majors as much as competing um you know the county armad drum major class is obviously very uh, well attended um, and uh, Rab Show listeners will know, you know, from videos that we have shared in the past um, with your own concert um, a few years back and obviously this year you were tipped to uh, also, what should we say, Andrea, curate the drum major uh, performances at the Klusk Health 2020 Vision. Con- mm-hmm. concert uh which unfortunately had to be cancelled in april there 
But how have you found it yourself with the with the class and obviously the 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 lockdown obviously has affected your ability to to have the class. Well, it's, it's strange because every Monday and Saturday I was out teaching, you know, um, you look forward to the drum majors coming in, you know, smiling away, looking forward to learn new flourishes. Um, it's just, it's very strange not going to, to speak to the kids. You know, we've actually got a, a wee Facebook page, you know, we've got a connection there, but it's still not the same, you know, um, in the hall, um, helping them, you know, um, teaching them. But um it's it's very strange and they they've been working so hard this year for the competitions yeah, yeah. um they've put a lot of effort in you know there's ones that have been moving upgrades um doing a lot more work um but it's strange for them and i think it's strange for the parents because when there's no worlds and there's nothing not to look forward it's a family trip it's yeah. a big big thing for us all and with know. the with the younger competitors obviously um, the parents invest as much time, nearly, if not more, uh, yeah, as yeah. the actual drum majors themselves. And and I mean, I fortunately have have spent time at, at contests where, um, you know, I have met up with all of you, and I know that with the County Armagh class, it is it is rather like an extended family. Now, obviously, yourselves, it's a family affair from your household. So you know, with Jamie playing yourself and Catherine and I know that your mother Betty has been at every contest that I've ever been to she's been there um so yeah um it's it's an extended family and I'm sure that everybody is finding it hard at the moment I think maybe you'll agree with me that because we're still in lockdown things were adapting to that change at the moment and I think it's maybe if that eases maybe when that eases then um you know that's when things already hit home. Yes, like well, you know, when you think about it, like Saturday, it was meant to be our first competition to be calling out the banger, to be, mm-hmm. you know, with the kids, with the family, you know, all the other kids from other classes to meet with each other. Um, and it's going to be strange that not being in contact with the other, because I, I don't know about you, but I like to see from year to year um, children that you haven't seen all year and the big improvement. And yeah. you say, wow, look at that child, left him on so well. Yeah. That's going to be disappointing, you know. And even with the adult drum majors, you know, we all look forward to catching up with each other. And uh, for our listeners that, you know, maybe aren't aware so much of, of uh, what goes on around the drum major arena, I mean, it is a, it, it really is a very familiar sight that we see. We're used to seeing each other. Uh, and family and friends that are always there every week and everybody knows everybody um, yeah um, you know it's the same faces every year and then each year there's always some new faces um, mm-hmm. to add into the the collective um, it, it, it is hard but yeah um, with yourself Catherine obviously this was going to be your um, final year um, competing in the juvenile grade um, before you would move up to the big, bad, scary world of the adult grade, competing against your mum. How do you feel about the fact that, potentially, speaking, you know, um, if we come back in 2021, that you will be, you know, into the adult grade, you will have missed that last chance um, to obviously um, achieve titles, uh, potentially, that you were vying for and the opportunity. What do you think about that? 
um, I'm annoyed because like I'm missing out and like maybe winning titles that I've never won before. Yeah. Um, obviously, I have followed your um, progress personally just since I joined in with drum majors in 2012 and, and year on year I have seen um, obviously your progress and, and talent increasing and and really you know obviously nobody knows exactly what's going to happen on any given days but you know i would have thought you would have been in for a good shout to achieve uh you know at least some majors this year uh, and get maybe even lift the big one for yourself and that would obviously be a great thing um obviously that's it's not just yourself it obviously affects other um people and andrea maybe you uh within the class would have you know knowledge of some of your other um students in the class that you know potentially are moving up from uh the mm -hmm. local novice grade in northern ireland um that's the grade system that we have here we have the novice grade even at the majors you know with the junior grade there's there's potentially um some drum majors who are are going to lose their last year in a particular grade and then are having to uh you know move up to the next grade mm -hmm. and again potentially they're missing out on on what would have been their natural year to shine in in the grade um mm -hmm. or moving up and potentially coming in and being a wee bit lower down in the next grade because of of you know obviously there's more experience and you know certainly from the juniors coming into the juvenile um the juveniles there's maybe you know participants in that grade that have been there mm -hmm. Um, yes. So. yes, no, I think, you know, too, is because there's no uh, drum majors, you know, no pipe band this year, I think you're right just to write it off completely and then 2021 restart the whole thing again, you know, giving the kids um, the, you know, the extra year, um, it's not for them that they've missed out because of the fires, you know, um, yeah. we'll have to it's safe, like, but... Um, you know, when you look at wee grades like Maya Buckley and the novice um, that's worked hard, you know, um, like we, uh, Louie Anderson, mm -hmm. we am like, you know, the last year in the junior grade, like, you know, those kids have worked extremely hard and, you know, every week it's been fantastic to watch those kids. And I think they need another year before they go up to juvenile. I think it's very unfair. Um, and um, even with Catherine, the seniors, not because I don't want Catherine up against me. But, um, <laughs> the sense is fun, mother and daughter beside each other. Um, oh, I think it'll be a, a good spectacle to watch. I yeah, well, I, I think um, I think uh, Jason Price would love that. He's looking forward to the two of us still beside each other. Absolutely. But, uh, but no, I think uh, you know too. Um, even with the bands as well, you know, like the new bands moving up now, I think they have to take consideration too that you know the drum majors have to do with the age, um, and I think. You know, I think just just, just sort of wipe it out and then do the whole thing next year and let them kids have their last year and move up. Then you know, yeah. Um, for listeners' benefit, um, you know, the drum major grading system, um, in the rules from the RSPBA is not actually based on particular um criteria of of experience and talent. It is purely based on their actual age. Um, mm -hmm. And obviously, um, I, th I think it is that if competitors have reached a certain age on, is it the 1st of November, 
um, yes. that defines which grade they're going into. But as as you said, is potentially um, something that we maybe uh, as a collective need to look at mm-hmm. um, because it's those sort of things that not everybody um, in the wider pipe band circle or mm-hmm. you know even within the wider drum major circle we don't all think about those little things but that is obviously potentially a very mm-hmm. big issue if it is something that is affecting you personally um so yeah i mean obviously it's something that maybe can be uh, suggested and and put forward mm-hmm. as a request and and then considered um by the music and regrading board that that yes. maybe we make an alteration to that rule and suspend it for a period of a year again mm-hmm. the rspba um itself you know it is we are a democratic organization and um you know this is an unprecedented time it's an unprecedented situation so mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. It, it is possibly something that can be looked at that even um you know with a survey of of all the drum majors that are registered to compete Mm-hmm. Uh, have competed in the previous um year which would have been the 2020 2019 season um mm-hmm. you know there's potential to ask everybody and 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 you know obviously this is just an idea is ask everybody what their thoughts are and obviously you're not going to please everybody no I, is it I, would, I would certainly suggest that it, it it is something that we need to to have further discussion on mm-hmm. and, and obviously um the powers that be um, you know, are maybe just not aware of it, and you know, mm-hmm. and if they are made aware of it, um, that it could be considered. And it's a fluid situation. Um, we have that to look forward to, uh, obviously, with twenty twenty one, and uh, with with Jimmy now back into the piping with Klaus Kelt. Um, it really is the family affair then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Jamie, I haven't really spoken to you uh, much since our brand practices were suspended a few weeks ago. Um, how have you been coping with with regards to piping yourself? Uh, to be honest, um, I haven't read my whole pile. Mm. Well, again, you see, you're so talented, Jamie. You're so talented that you don't always, you know, you don't need to practice maybe as much as other people. Because you're just well, so I talented. Say, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say that. You, you said didn't that. say that. I said that. So that was just that was just my personal admiration for a fellow Klaus Kelp Piper coming through. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, you've seen obviously the different things online with regards to other activities for pipers with the um, the COVID Kelly Challenge and things like that. And I've seen that you had taken part in that. Um, and we've obviously the Thursday night traditions have started now with pipers, you know, piping across the country, um, you know, for our NHS workers here in the UK, for carers, for key workers, for everybody. Um, have you taken part in that yourself? Have you, have you piped in, in, in your local street? Um, to date, no, not yet. (laughs) <laughs> your neighbours your neighbours might be happy about that. <laughs> uh, the next door neighbour he, he he hits the pipes, so no. I, I will have to, to do that. Yeah. But again, for the man with your experience, you know, you know what has to be done. And it's at at the moment obviously it's a question of 
of priorities. You know, you've the family there, you, you know, you've young Gracie as well and uh, things like that. So um, it was great speaking to you. Thank you very much. And uh, no doubt we will keep in contact and we'll see you on the other side, hopefully. Yes, hopefully. Yeah, yes, yep, absolutely. Yep. Stay safe and uh, we'll speak to you again in the future. Thank you very much. Perfect. Bye, thank you. Bye. Right, trail. Bye. Uh, there you have it. That was Erin McElwain, of course, and all of our incredible drum majors. I'm not going to list them all, but there's a load there. Now, if you've managed to reach this part of the podcast, you deserve a medal, my friend. Yes, it's a very long episode this week, and we do not apologize to anyone. We, If anything, it was just great to hear from all of our drum majors and get all of our news stories in and our voicemails and all that stuff. It's simply brilliant. It's been a real bumper episode this week. We hope you've enjoyed it. And even though it is longer than usual, we do really hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode. A huge, huge thank you to all of our drum majors for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you all so much. And also a massive shout out to Aaron McElwain, who's been working tirelessly this week on the Rab Show team and obviously for presenting an episode on Fuse which was just brilliant and obviously for bringing us all of these incredible interviews with all of these amazing drum majors it's simply brilliant now we are not done we do have more drum major interviews which we haven't brought to this week's podcast those will be hitting our patreon so if you'd like to help support the show of course and you would like to hear more drum majoring interviews and of course from some of the big names in the piping game then go and check out our patreon page that's where they will be dropping there you go big rap show on patreon that's where it is all right folks Thank you all so much for tuning in this week. Yes, it's a long episode, and thank you for lasting to this portion of the show. (laughs) If anything, I do challenge you. If you have lasted to this point in the Big Rab Show podcast, I would like you to send us a message on social media or on Twitter with the following code word. Yes, the following code word is COVID carry on. There you go. If you've lasted this long on the podcast, you can send us in that yeah that code word to let us know that you've lasted this long. Uh, COVID carry on is the is the password. There you go. I'm just interested to see how many folk managed to last to this point. Anyway, because we have had a lot of complaints about people saying the podcast is too long, but we don't care. <laughs> If anything, we're hoping that we're managed to produce some content to carry you guys through some of the boredom that can be whenever you're locked indoors. Or perhaps we've managed to see you through today's housework. Or, you know, you could be doing the dishes right now when you're listening to the pod. Or you could be, I don't know, maybe you're an essential worker and then you're actually listening to us when you're driving to work or something. I don't know. But either way, if you've lasted this long, send us our code word, COVID, COVID carry on. And yeah, with a bit of luck, we will see you here on the Big Rap Show podcast next week uh, for more piping madness. Until then, all the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, including our two-time world champions, Inverarian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date on all the latest news and views from around the piping world. Plus, of course, check us out on Patreon and become part of the Patreon faithful. For just $5 a month, get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. So until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. 
All the best. <laughs>